going on, guys? Welcome back to another, dare I say, once, once again, special episode of the Vile Files Bachelor Recap Edition. Uh, Allie, Amanda are with me. Uh, happy, if you're still listening to this on Monday, happy Valentine's Day. Uh, if it's hope, hope your Valentine's Day was wonderful. If you were in love and if you're hopefully, hopefully you're in a relationship, you didn't like f- break up. I, bet, I feel like Valentine's Day is probably one of the more popular breakup days, mm. you think? Yeah. Yeah, it's like how there's like a, a very high crime rate on Christmas. Oh you know, like there's a lot of happiness, but there's also because everyone's sure. together, yeah, there's some problems. Yeah. <laughs> when you force love on people, it doesn't always go the way you expect. You know, love me. <laughs> like, I don't know. Was it? It's like a good midterm, yeah. you know? Anyway, I hope it was uh, great. We have Greg Grippo and. Andrew, actually, I don't even know. How do you pronounce your last name? What's your last name? It's just Andrew S. Spencer. Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> I have like the most basic Spencer. last name. How do you pronounce it? Spencer. Spencer. I guess I just didn't know it. <laughs> no, I, it's so weird. Uh, but did p- people do that? That happened to you a lot? Well, growing up, I was always called Spencer. So I oh. people didn't even know my first Spence. name. Spence. I was Spence. Spence. I was Spencer Spencer. And then now everyone just says Andrew and Andrew S. Andrew S. Yeah. Spence. It's kind of like a, like a John B vibe. Come on, man. <laughs> Does that sting a little bit, Greg? No, no, no. He's just, I just, he just, he's just such a clown. <laughs> I can't with it. John B vibe. <laughs> Andrew S. It's just kind of, it's kind of cool. I like it. That's cool. Uh, well, That's we cool. are happy to have you. Um, I got to. Uh, we we hung out this weekend. Uh, yeah, we yeah, did. did a lot. A good time. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting so excited about getting into the batch recap. We we have to let the people know. We have Taylor Tomlinson tomorrow. You will not want to miss that. Uh, it will be an excellent interview and pop culture conversation, along with a really amazing mediation call with Taylor Tomlinson. If you guys want uh, a celebrity guest and myself to fix your relationship, if you broke up on Valentine's Day, uh, email us and uh, we'll, we'll help out. Or, or if you're on the verge of breaking up, we, we can. I think honestly, I think we might be able to help. I don't know. Tune in tomorrow uh, for Taylor, and we have Clayton joining this uh, episode. He'll be calling in. I think we're gonna try to embed Clayton's answers in with our conversations, or we'll just play it like slap it in the middle of this episode. But we got the we got the the bat phone called and said Clayton's available. It's like okay, I guess we'll <laughs> squeeze him in. Um, so we'll find out if he is in fact lying about his apology and uh, what's going on. Things like, does he regret being the bachelor? Because honestly, he's been taken on the fucking chin. Anyways, hard hitting <laughs> questions coming. And uh, let's get to the tea. Okay, great. So there was a big party on Friday. A lot of bachelor people. Yeah. Would anyone like to contribute details? I wasn't there. So please. There was a, it, there was a lot of people. There was a lot. Yeah. Heidi Klum, we were we were we were watching uh, Justin Bieber with uh, Heidi Klum. I don't know if Heidi Klum realizes that she was watching with us, but needless to say, we were we were like right next to Heidi Klum. Which That's pretty cool. Kind of a big good uh, job, guys. I, I, is, I, is that a bachelor yeah, person? I, Who's I, Heidi Klum? <laughs> <laughs> That's offensive. I'm I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I have no idea. Is it a TV person? She's like a supermodel. Arguably the most supermodel yeah. of all supermodels. I'm so, there's a, I'm so there's a Mount Rushmore of supermodels, and, and I she's think on she's there. on it. Yeah. yeah. 
uh, Project Runway. She was on Pro- Project. She, she hosted Project Runway. Is, is that is that with uh, oh, well, Tyra Banks? I, I've, you guys are no, in trouble. No, that's America's Next Top Model. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Tyra Banks as well. That's what I was thinking about. Guys. Yeah, I've never Doesn't seen ring a bell. <laughs> sorry to this woman. Right. Well, Heidi, I noticed you. I'm sorry, Heidi. Natalie noticed you. Victoria Fuller noticed you. Uh, these fuckers. <laughs> We were just honestly floating. We didn't yeah, know, we, really. You know what? We were just kind of. Yeah, you're just like too busy focused. You're about on the like, only one we, we mingled with. We were just like, just. I mean, just, just kind of. I mean, all the football players. Yeah, we were right. honestly just looking at the football guys. We were just yeah, like, there oh are my. some. <laughs> Josh Allen. Josh Allen is massive. He's a yeah, massive, massive, massive. massive. So is Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. <laughs> Sorry, Bachelor fans. Back to. The um, was this the the infamous night in which Natalie and Corinne met? Ooh, uh, it was. Yeah. How did that go? Uh, I think you saw the whole thing on my Instagram stories. <laughs> I, I don't think it was all that uh, uh, intense. Uh, when uh, Corinne came on uh, and did the kind of uh, that recap I did on my Patreon, uh, she uh, she sent Natalie some of her bracelets, and they've followed each other. I think on Instagram. That's cool. You know, oh. like I think uh, it wasn't like a. She also met Andy Dorfman. Oh. That's fun. Yeah. Keeping it. I met Andy's new boyfriend. Oh, real close. Yeah. It was a real, yeah, there was a lot of. Keep it in the family. A lot of bash. Yeah. There was a lot of. Bash. <laughs> <laughs> I met, uh, I met uh, Blake. Oh, Point. Blake's awesome. Yeah. yeah, we love Blake. Nice yeah. guy. Blake also did an interview on Friday night in which he spoke about Katie. Mm. He's been on a few dates say? since do you think, the Do you think his glasses are real or do you think they're fashion frames? <laughs> oh, I don't think those are real. Those <laughs> I, don't think, I think we were getting I on them. And, and I've worn fashion frames before. I'm not. Yeah. But I, I didn't have the guts to ask him. He looks. It's obvious that you've worn them because you call them fashion frames. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea there was a name for fake glasses. I learned that from Justin Long. Anyways, what did he say? Okay. Um, he's been on a few dates since they broke up, but like nothing serious. He doesn't want to do a deep dive. He said, quote, I think in some weird way, my breakup hurt me in a sense where I'm finding the more that I fall, the more things I find that I know I don't want in a relationship. I think I have more understanding of exactly what I want. And I think... That has made me more picky, but the right person will come along and I'll know what it is because I've failed so many times now. Yikes. <laughs> Greg, I feel like you're the man to give your thoughts on Katie and, and Blake. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I really thought that they stood a chance. Um, I, uh, you know, just being in the house with him, um, he, he didn't cause any trouble and you knew that like he was genuinely there for her. So it's, it's a shame how it went down with them. Um, and like how the breakup ended. But yeah, I heard a rumor that someone like a, a source accused, uh, Blake of not trying hard. Do you think he tried hard? Gosh, I don't know. I, we didn't talk about that. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we didn't really talk about his relationship at all with her and, what 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 happened? It was just kind of mostly catching up and just you know putting that in the past. But um, I I can't see him not trying hard. Um, he, he's just a passionate guy, right. and I feel like he gave you know the Bachelorette all of his like when we were on the show. You know, I think it's a great point. Yeah. He's, just, he's very passionate. I I think he tr- he wore fashion frames. That's not a guy who, <laughs> exactly who half ass it. He was like, this can complete the look. And he went for it. Exactly. And I think that speaks to, yeah. Yeah. I think, I have a hard time imagining he didn't put the effort in. Andrew. 
I think, uh, yeah, like he Go said, ahead. I think Blake definitely was, you know, him and Katie definitely right off the jump. You kind of saw that that was going to work. You got to um, loosen this guy up a little. <laughs> uh, I, I do I do think, you know, obviously coming straight out of the gates and going to uh, Africa was probably, you know, well, that's a long, that's a long distance. And uh, I think that probably had something to do you with it. You think so? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, have you ever did a distance relationship? They never work. No, but like all bachelor relationships. When did he go to Africa? Was it before the finale or after the finale? Like right after the finale. So like soon as I think like soon as they were able right to go like public the, and like okay. be around each other, he was like, oh, see, I'm going to Africa. Which is like really cool. But How long was he there for? I feel like he was there for a long time. I, I but I, so, you know, to back him up on that though, he, I feel like that has been his plan for a long time. No. Because he did I, mention that to us in the house. No, I know. I agree. So, it wasn't well, like he like brought that up. Do out you of think nowhere, Africa like, hurt it more than like picnics with John? Well, well, she. I mean, she could have went with him. Is what I'm saying. Like, I mean, why not? Why not go to Africa with him? And you know, <laughs> I, I suppose. I, but I also feel like that was probably <laughs> a very organized trip that he was a part very of. Trip. And yeah. It might not yeah. have been as easy for Katie to go. Absolutely. I, yeah, but she was packing Katie, lunches. Like, I don't think. I don't think that she could just like she was yeah, packing, <laughs> packing lunches for her and John on their yeah, picnics. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Jesus. Should you want me to cut the crust or should we? <laughs> oh God. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, guys. We uh, we go for it on this yeah. show. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, I, 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 holy shit. <laughs> uh, over the weekend, Michelle and Nate walked their first carpet together. I don't know if that was on Friday or Saturday night, but she and Rihanna also got a photo together, which was just an iconic photo because both of them are great. <laughs> yeah, good for them. We uh, we you, met Nate. You, yeah, you met Nate. This weekend. Yeah. He's he's really great. Um, he stayed at our spot. Uh, what was it? Friday night? or Last week. Last week. Last, week. Last weekend. Yeah, we, yeah we met him and Rodney. Yeah. Um, so we had a good yeah. time. How, how Does Nate look in love? <laughs> Like how oh, much? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like, yeah. did, how much did he talk about Michelle? A lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah. yeah. Well, we all asked a lot of questions, so I'm sure. Like you, a couple single guys out there, like cruising for for women, and Nate and Nate was like, you know who's also, <laughs> you know who would Michelle? Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, we're all we're not like those kind of guys. We, honestly, yeah. we we go out for like just the time with the, with with the guys and enjoy You really did. I mean, I can yeah. confirm that you were not uh I don't remember the last time I talked to a girl at a bar. <laughs> Actually. You you guys did not talk to a lot of ladies at this party where a lot of ladies <laughs> What you point at me for? I'm just saying I I <laughs> I'm just, yeah, this guy. No, nah, uh no, you're right. No, I mean like I said, um, it's kind of just like really hard to just. But you're more of the social butterfly. Greg, Greg, Greg just kind of stands there with like yeah. this glazed look on his face, <laughs> yeah. kind of like I don't. I, I, I relate. I mean, I, I say I can say that because it's my move. But a Andrew, he's yeah. I mean, I you can I, talk to anyone. I can, but you just never know. Now I just feel like someone's always watching, so you're just like trying to like not get caught like talking to anyone or whatever. So do you feel like you're uh, can't are not allowed to talk to? people i mean like to an extent like when it How comes so? to what do you mean when it comes to like just any kind of girl i just feel like someone's always just like oh that's him talking he's dating her or you know and i, I feel for him because if he gets that it's like twice as blown up you know what i mean so not just i'm like well i don't want to be in that realm or like looked at as a guy who's like uh you know using this platform just to get women like so that's definitely not and how much are you how much is your answer impacted by a desire to go on the beach this summer or or is it just like 
Or do you feel that pressure regardless because everyone is a paparazzi with their phones? Uh, a little bit of both, I would say. You know, just just knowing that, you know, this world is like so different from any other. So if you get caught in one little light, it's going to be either used against you in some way or the other. And I just And to be clear, so when you ammunition. say get caught, it's like you're not necessarily doing anything wrong. No, not doing anything wrong, but you just don't want that. But you know, like yeah. you're, uh, you're, you're saying like you could be flirting with uh, someone you're attracted to and mm -hmm. next thing you know, someone's like posting yeah. it on TikTok and then like you accidentally like scratch your face and it looks like you picked your nose yeah. and then you're like, Andrew, you know, Spence, Spence, Spence is picking his nose while talking to ladies. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. That, and, and, and I uh, saw a photo, I think like Blake had his hand on like Kelly's back or like right here, like when they were taking a drink and I was like, okay, well. How do we know that what was going on? Like, oh, sure, and it was in a loud atmosphere. You kind yeah, of like, will lean yeah. in and put your yeah, hand yeah, back there, yeah. and that's not creepy exactly. at all. It's kind of like uh, you just kind of put it. Uh, I, you don't even touch. You just kind of like it's almost like so you don't trip. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like yeah. And um, it just started a lot of speculation. I'm like, you know what? I I don't want to be in that situation. Yeah. And um, I'm just kind of just standing on the side, just, just watching. Kick off 2022 with a better checking account with. No monthly fees. Chime, an award-winning app and debit card, has no overdraft fees, foreign transaction fees, monthly fees, or service fees. With over 60,000 fee-free in-network ATMs at many locations like Walgreens, 7-Eleven, CVS, you can access your money when you need it, where you need it. You can also send money to anyone, even if uh, they aren't on Chime. Fee-free for you and no cash-out fees for them. Make your first good decision of the year and join the over 10 million people using Chime. Sign up today. Only two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at chime.com slash V-I-A-L-L. That is chime.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Banking services provided by and debit card issued by the Bank Corp of Stride Bank and a member FDIC. Get fee-free transactions at any MoneyPass ATM in a 7-Eleven location and at any AllPoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. Otherwise, out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Sometimes pay anyone. Instant transfer fees can be delayed. Recipient must use a valid debit card or be a Chime member to claim funds. What if you could use science to discover more about your body all year long? Give yourself more clarity and a better understanding of your health and wellness with Everly Well at Home. Well, you can, and you can give yourself more clarity and a better understanding of your health and wellness with Everly Well at Home lab test. Whether it's STDs, whether it's testing your thyroid, they do all sorts of testing to give you better insights into your health and wellness, and they do it from the comfort of your home. Yeah, I got a food sensitivity test and it tests for over 204 different potential sensitivities because there's no there's That's simply no way I'm going to take all of the time to like cut out and isolate every various food group. But sometimes my tummy is angry. And so I am thrilled to have answers finally and crack this case. It wasn't until I was in college that I realized that um, STDs can go away and like be treated. I thought you just had them for the rest of your life. So I've never really like wanted to be tested in front of another human being because I didn't want to admit something like that. But um, now I can do it from the comfort Allie, of my home. Allie, you're not alone. There's a lot of people like you. Truth is, <laughs> there's a lot of things you can get uh, and take care of. So get tested. The more you know. They just send a very discreet kit to your house. You give them a sample of your blood. You send it in. And just days, your physician reviewed results and actionable insights are sent to your device and you can share your results with your primary care physician to help you guide next steps if necessary. 
For our listeners of the show, Everlywell is offering uh, a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash V-I-A-L-L. It's everlywell.com slash V-I-A-L-L for 20% off your at-home lab test, everlywell.com slash V-I-A-L-L. I'm going to ask you about mm-hmm. Andrew. I'll ask Andrew about Greg. I feel like that might oh, be more honest. Do you think do, yeah, yeah, Andrew let's say, let's will that. go to paradise if asked? You know, I, I don't... He, he wouldn't just go to go. Um if the right woman wasn't there for him or if he wasn't genuinely interested in someone, I don't think that he would go. But talking to this guy, I know that he's interested in people. Um, so I think that people. he's I think he's definitely gonna go. I mean, yeah, he has his eye. I I, I, I <laughs> he has his eye on a few of them. Or can he say? Or I'll I'll give you I, you, know you definitely yeah. have you definitely have to you say you know what? Yeah, I don't think I don't think you told Nick. So you're so, allowed to have a yeah. crush, man. So, like, yeah, I can live like, a little bit. Okay. All right. Well if if you can drop my crushes on Valentine's yeah. Day. How about you guys? Because you know what, Nick Nick knows us a little bit too well. If you guys could guess one person that Andrew's interested in, who do you guys think it is? I don't I really I I'm curious what they have to say, but I don't this have a good. guess, actually. Oh, okay, okay, Eliza, because you guys both are international, Mr. and Mrs. Worldwide. Okay. That's- <laughs> and Mrs. I don't know if who? Eliza. Who? She's um the one who's like has like the most radiant smile and lives in Berlin. And they, she took Clayton to do the mirror thing. Oh. She's so fun. Oh, on this season. Yeah. yeah. Sh- striking. Yeah, absolutely. Oh um, yeah. yeah. I actually when we were watching this episode, I was uh, I was watching with actually Victoria and uh, Natalie. Victoria stayed at the house th- this week uh, weekend. And I was just like, every once in a while, you're just reminded how just like she pops off the page. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. beautiful person. Yeah. What about Susie? I think Susie either wins or is the next Bachelor. Wow. I, agree. I agree. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry no, it's, it's, those are good answers. But, uh, actually really good answers. But who? Just spare us the… Who, who do we got? <laughs> Who's in your top three? Who's in my top three? Um… Wow. And we're just just a preference. Just people you would like to get you're, to know. Yeah, you're interested. Yeah. All right, you're, not, yeah. you're not proposing. Okay. You're, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're just like you're curious to learn more. That's not a crime. Um <laughs> my my top three uh that uh, Andrew's top three. Curious <laughs> Andrew, Andrew ranks women. More about um, Jesus. I would go. wait wait from just from Clayton season or oh, just not, oh, anyone who might find themselves on a sandy beach. Well, I would say my top three is probably um, Serene, Teddy, Susie, but and and Bree Springs, but she's she's got a whole she got a she got a man she got a man man. Um, so yeah, those are probably the ones that Serene is beach, also probably pops go. off the page. She's, yeah, she's beautiful. Yeah, I'm, I'm playing a pretty. He's like, I'm not gonna say, but <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Right. I mean, those right. those three. I would say Serene, Teddy, more. Because okay. obviously, you know, Susie's probably… Well, I thought… I don't think Teddy wins. And I'm less convinced she'll ever be the Bachelorette than before. So, I think… Uh, Teddy or Serene. Yeah. And he's, all, he's just interested in learning more. You haven't slid, slid in any of their DMs? Oh. No. <laughs> I, no. Ooh. No. No, I haven't. But I have like, somehow ended up talking to them. It was just… They slid into yours. Okay. No. It was… Um, An event. Like a mutual friend was like on the phone with them, and I just said, "Hey, yo, how you doing?" Had like a short conversation. Okay, yeah, they were th- together, Teddy and Serene. No, or two separate. A mutual friend 
What is this, like a speed dating? <laughs> I think we should normalize that, like adding two people to a group chat and being like, I think you guys should hook up and then just leaving the group <laughs> chat with them, you know? This mutual friend of producer? I've done that before. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Was it, it effective? That's really smart. Uh, Wait, you haven't done that with me. Why haven't you hooked me up, bro? Uh, you didn't need the help. I mean, I, the, my friend was out in Austin and then uh, <laughs> one of my girlfriends was going to Austin. I was just like, hey, you know what's perfect? You guys should meet. And then they didn't meet, but I still did it. That's great. <laughs> Andrew, do you think Gray will go on the beach if asked? You know, I think if the right one's there, I think he could definitely okay, but make I it. I need a that's I need a more of a that's not an answer. Um, I right now, right now, I don't I, honestly, I don't think he needs the beach. No one needs the beach. Do you think? Well, you well need not the beach? needs, but like I don't think you know. I think I think he's good without it. Um, but I don't know. He's kind of a mysterious guy. He kind of deals with the flow. Whatever happens, happens. But at this moment, I do not think he will go. At this moment, you don't think it will go? No. Okay. If he were to go, okay. who do you think he'd be interested in? I, I, I would say Rachel. Hmm. And I would also Rachel say… Rachel for this season. Yeah. Oh, the, who I also think wins. Wife. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rachel or… I think Rachel wins. Yeah, yeah me yeah. too. I think she wins. Or, um, or Gabby. I could see Gabby because she's got a great personality. Gabby. They do you, do you see you and Gabby? I, uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I have no problem saying this. I, uh, I don't see myself going to the beach right now. I, um, I'm actually seeing someone at the moment. So, yeah. is it, ooh, spoiler. Does she live in Paris? <laughs> she does, yeah. Yeah. When you say seeing someone, are you in a committed relationship, a situationship? What's, uh, what's, what's going on? Bro, yeah. just bought three dozen roses, by the way. You bought a rose for Valentine's <laughs> You got it kidding me <laughs> oh so greg grip oh god uh, a lady three dozen roses on valentine's day that's sweet yeah that's great gesture. i mean yeah he's a romantic <laughs> man he's a romance i mean hey you know what i uh i've been someone i i genuinely want to find someone you know and i don't necessarily like like dating around you know as soon as like i feel like i click with someone i'd like to see where it goes so i mean yeah it's a little tough like you said the whole Paris situation. So, but giving it my best shot at the moment. Say Paris. Is that how you? What it, hey. We want to go to Natalie and I are trying to go to Paris this year. So cool. maybe we'll get a chance to double date. To meet, meet your, <laughs> yeah. Meet your girlfriend. Well, uh, congratulations on this budding love. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, what else we got, Allie? <laughs> Taisha is on daytime TV now. So oh. she's just oh, finding her. more yeah. passion. She's she's a bright she light like as hosting. Well. She went on the Good Dish, uh, which is like a cooking recipe show, and she walked them through a Paloma recipe. Uh, and she, of note, she was introduced as the co-host of the Bachelorette. She was not introduced as the former Bachelorette or anything like that. So, interesting tidbit. Interesting. I still don't think she'll be back as host. Yeah. Once you have Jesse Palmer telling America, "Hey, if you're looking for, we're looking for people like you." Actually met him. He's I think it's really just, cool. Yeah, yeah, he's a nice guy. You yeah. know who else we met? Rachel Lindsay. We I love Rachel. I Lindsay. can't say enough good things yeah. about her. Love like, her. She needs daytime gem TV. of a human being. Yeah, she's like gem. vibrant. Like I don't know. Like she she saw Greg and I was like, oh, I got to introduce Greg and she I acted like she knew him for no, like ten years. I, great. People don't usually do that. I feel like you know. I feel mm -hmm. like especially someone of her 
stature, I feel like it's very easy yeah. to, you know, blow someone off or, you know, not act like she f- made me feel like very important and yeah. made me, it, she was very giving in that situation. Like the next day when we saw her, she introduced me right away to her friends. I was like, Jesus, I love this woman. She's yeah, incredible. no, she's really, and she was having a good time. The like, nicest, dancing, the nicest like, person I've great met. Great vibes. Like, love her. Like, Absolutely love 10 her. 10 out of 10. Yes. Of a human being, probably. She's great. Would yeah. you give me like an eight, seven? You? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we love you. Oh, we love you, dude. <laughs> yeah. oh, what do you mean? Come on now. Make it about me. Uh, no, Rachel's great. She was, uh, uh, oh, you know who I met? at? Uh, I met Maggie, the pharmacist. Uh, <gasps> she finally made it out of the river after her little paddle situation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Forgot about that. Uh, she was on Matt James' season, pharmacist. All right, so, you know, Clayton issued the apology to Elizabeth saying that if he'd known about what was actually going on that he couldn't see, he would have sent Shanae home right away. He, you know, complimented her for being neurodivergent and talking about that, and he didn't know. Uh, Lindsay W. was then sent home, I believe, the week after, and posted a TikTok that she had talked to Clayton about the whole and situation. Lindsay W. is the... One of the blondes. One of the blondes, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, go ahead. Uh, and she had posted a TikTok saying that that actually wasn't true because she'd spoken to Clayton about the situation and had mentioned... Elizabeth's ADHD or her being neurodivergent in some way. So did she specify what she I said? can play that TikTok right now. Okay. Ready? Mm. So tonight on The Bachelor, I was sent home, but there's one thing that I wanted to address before I give my final goodbye. And that is this Clayton's apology to Elizabeth that he posted on his Instagram stories a couple weeks ago. As you can see, he said that if he would have known what was going on, he would have sent Shanae home immediately. However, let me take you back to this night. Um, After the Baywatch date, Clayton chose to spend our time asking me about the drama in the house and why Shanae felt so bullied in the mansion. And I explained to him word for word that I would never want anyone to feel bullied. However, when someone is mocking and making fun of someone's mental disabilities, that's crossing the line. And I don't want to surround myself with people like that. So I'm not going to go out of my way to be their best friend. At the end of the day, everything happens for a reason and no hard feelings. Uh, I can cut it off after <laughs> everything happens for a reason. Do you think Clayton's lying? Do you, or does it matter? Or what do you think her intentions are? That's what I want to know. What do you think her motives are? To I, I just, after hearing, I, I really feel for Clayton um, just because like, I mean, this process isn't easy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, especially when like so many different people are in your ear at once, I can only imagine what that's like. Um, and I don't know, sometimes you just want to give them the, the benefit of the doubt, you know? I mean, he just, I feel like he's giving it his best shot right now. Yeah. Right. Get your fit on with Fit On. Oh, yeah. Hey, the best part about Fit On, I'm going to tell you right now, they have so many classes that don't require weight. Whether you're traveling at home, maybe you're staying in a hotel, you're stuck, you know, you want to keep those steps on. Maybe you're it's winter. You don't want to go outside. It's cold. You don't even want to go to a gym. Well, with Fit On, you can choose over 1,000 easy to follow workouts for all fitness levels and follow a customized workout plan based on your fitness goals. They have HIT, cardio, strength training, toning. You can stream it on your TV, your phone, your laptop. No equipment or gym membership required. No excuses. Take classes with world trainers, including Casey Ho, Janet Jenkins, Caroline Pierce, or work out alongside celebrities like Gabrielle Union, Lindsey Vaughn, Julian Huff, 
and more. Wow, FitOn has 4.9 App Store rating and more than 3,500,000 five-star reviews. It's truly, it's a great workout and it's truly amazing how much you can do just with the right workout and the, with the right people to motivate you. You don't need expensive gym memberships, weights. You just need your body in some movements. That's all you need. To join over the 10 million people getting their fit on, work out for free anytime, anywhere. Text F-I-L-E-S, that's FILES, to 64000 to join fit on for free. Text FILES to 64000. That's F-I-L-E-S, 64000. Message and data rates may apply. Terms available at fitonapp.com slash terms. What do you think Lindsay's motives are? What would you say her motives are for making that ticket? If I were to say her motives are for people to try to remember her name, do you think... Yeah, would you I agree mean, or disagree? I would agree. Um, I just know she's probably going to get a little fine for <laughs> something or <laughs> cease and desist. Like that was <laughs> that smart. I don't know. It, I, don't, I don't know why that I wouldn't do that, um, uh, especially right out. That's probably not the smartest thing. Um, but I, I feel bad because um, I hate that in this world now we have to apologize for everything. And I feel really bad for you know him having to apologize in that. Well, that's the thing. He he I I wish he didn't apologize. He did, yeah, I don't think he did. He, he he apologized like well, I mean if Lindsay is telling the truth and f- whatever. Also, it's not clear because she did not specify in that that she said anything about ADHD or neural. She said mental disabilities, I Sure. It's yeah. it's vague. I mean, if I'm Clayton, I'd just be like, "Sorry, I my attention was focused yeah, on other people." Exactly. And I'm sure Elizabeth can appreciate that yeah or if he like goes to elizabeth personally and be like hey i'm sorry about this but yeah. i mean I, it doesn't need to be a, a, it's just a kind, public it's a, yeah i mean clayton's taking one on the chin i i, th- I think the producers uh you guys don't have to comment yeah. um, <laughs> I, you know on the show I, I try to like i really try to give people the honest answer when when cast members you know, complain about producers and blame everything. I've said this last week, but like once in a while, like I think the producers got greedy with Clayton. I think they got a bachelor who was willing to be super easy to work with. I was, I try to be super easy to work with, right? But there are times, it's like any relationship, right? You, you try to push, you, you have boundaries. I'm not going to cross this line. Okay, fine. They're making a TV show. Let's not pretend they're not making a TV show. And every once in a while, you're like, all right, fine, fuck it. I'll jump in the bouncy castle. Like, fine, you know? Can you, can you give me this? There's like some negotiation going on. And I feel like, and I don't know this, this is just my guess, that Clayton was super easy to work with. And I think they got a little, I think they got a little greedy. I think they didn't appreciate, and I've said this before, the audience is different. This is not Sean Lowe's audience. So when you had the Tierras or whatever, the, vi- the, the, the classic villains that Shanae is, you know, the Shanae's not the first time we've had someone like her in the, on the show like say these kind of off-putting things and, and, and be ignorant or whatever. But the way people respond and the expectations they have of their bachelor, I think is so different. And I just think Clayton's absolutely taking it on the chin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Let's see what Clayton has to say. Did Clayton lie in his apology? Yeah, it was frustrating to see that TikTok because, listen, here's the thing. I, I'm not a liar. I'm not trying to hide anything. As people will see going forward uh, in the show, 
I stress transparency. And no matter how much I want to try to withhold something, it's just not in my character. Uh, I want to always be honest because, again, I think if you're not, it'll end up coming to bite you at bat at some point. Uh, and so, no, I was I was a little frustrated that I saw that TikTok in here to set, to set the record straight. Um, I'm not lying. Uh, you know what she said in her TikTok was that she had addressed the fact that uh, Shanae was attacking Elizabeth's mental health, uh, and so that is what she said in the video. And I'm not going to sit here and dispute whether or not that she made that comment. Uh, because there is a possibility, I will say that there is a possibility that maybe she did say that to me, uh, but that's very vague. And, and, and in that realm, uh, that's exactly what Shanae was saying uh, all the other women were doing in the house. And so um, I, again, that was, at that point, we're talking a weekend to knowing these women and I don't have any trust established. So I'm just trying to take things to what they are at face value, but I'm hearing, you know, mental health being attacked over here, mental health being attacked over there. And this is where I had to figure out who exactly was the culprit. Um, I do want to stress though, that as I said in my post, I did not know that Shanae was mocking Elizabeth for having ADHD. I did not know that Elizabeth had had ADHD until I watched the show back with everybody else. And that I stand by. And it, I, I do, do not recall ever having a conversation about that particular topic, but is there a chance Lindsay may have said, hey, she's attacking her for her mental health? Yeah. I mean, I, I listen, there was so much going on. I was building so many relationships uh, elsewhere and focusing on so many things that maybe she did say that and it just didn't really resonate. And I just didn't understand the severity of it at the time. Yeah, that that seems more than fair, especially uh, knowing the position, knowing what it's like to be in the position you were in. I mean, personally, I, I, I think... Uh, Lindsay made the TikTok for attention and I don't think she gave a shit about her friend. I'll just, I don't know if you have a comment on, on my opinion, Clayton, but that is, that is my opinion. You know, I, I don't want to make accusations per se. Uh, I think that again, if she feels that she said it, said it, I, I don't know, maybe that's the way that she recalls it. I, I don't want to sit here and say with for full certainty. And that's where, again, I want to be very uh, particular with, what exactly I'm talking about when I say that I did not know about her having ADHD and being attacked and mocked for that. Uh, so there's, again, I, I don't, maybe she just feels that, she, hey, I did tell him about it, but it, the way that it resonated with me was, okay, she's attacking her and her mental health is, is being harmed. But that was where Shanae was saying the same thing. And uh, for that, it was a matter of a, she said, she said, and I, again, I had to kind of go off of what I knew and what was being told to me, which truthfully wasn't as much as what obviously people are seeing now. This is, you know, the Shanae drama. It really was, um, you know, kind of been monumental on this, this season for so far. It's taken up a lot of time. But um, as you all saw from this, even this last episode, there's a lot of strong connections being formed. You know, there's love in the air, though. It's, it's the feelings are there. And I think some people will go, well, where, where did this come from? All that was happening. I was building all these other strong connections while this drama was going on. And I probably, maybe, maybe I didn't give it the attention that it deserved because I was so focused on finding what was best for me. And, uh, you know, everyone has their own stories. And some people obviously, again, were more into that drama. And that was maybe a big part of their journey. But I can tell you, I was doing everything that I thought was best for myself. And, yeah. uh, and that was, again, sometimes 
maybe I didn't focus so much on the drama because I didn't want to be in a negative mindset. I was trying to focus on establishing strong connections. I think people like to pile on right now. Well, I feel like there's a conversation about impact versus intention just in non-televised relationships, like how there can already be a disconnect. And then I think you add it in an environment where you can see every single tiny little micro bit of impact and people are talking about them and like, you know, the ITMs, et cetera. So I feel like it's just right for holding people to a standard that is really, really atypical, even though it might look like it's a reasonable standard. Actually, what I, all I think it is, is that uh, Bachelor Nation is taking it out on Clayton that it's not Andrew or Greg or Michael or Rodney or, you know, some of the other fan favorites uh, that, you know, were more popular than Clayton was when Clayton was selected as The Bachelor. That's not Clayton's fault. And we were hard on him, you know. And that's, and every little thing they think he got wrong, they're just crucifying him. Um, when, like, He's helping us get a TV show, you know? It's like, anyway. Should we get into the episode? We start off with a two-on-one. Yeah, bye, Shanae. We're happy to see you go. Like, I'm tired of yeah. trying to, you know. Yeah, another bad episode for Shanae. Like, whatevs. She, uh, I'm really curious what her motives were. You know, kind of like last week we discussed, like, yeah, like how is she justifying it I, to herself? I, I still think she thinks she was being funny and got caught up in it, but I still I, don't get it. I agree. I I don't think it was genuine, like what she was doing. Because no, I, I, I haven't watched too much of the season. Um, I think I've we watched uh, the last two episodes. Last um, two, yeah. But to Three. me, to me, it didn't seem like she wanted. It, it seemed like what you said, like she got caught up in a role. Um, that she was like playing like right from the beginning. I think she I think I think he's del- delivering lines that th- she thought were going to be funny. Yeah, it's not a natural that's not an villain. Excuse. That's like the that's the that's the worst part. What do you mean? Like she's not a natural villain. How so? You know, it's not like a you know Heath Ledger came out as the Joker and then Jared Leto did that Joker. And it was just, <laughs> that's, to Heath Ledger. <laughs> well, I mean, villain. No, you're comparing it to Jared Leto. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, oh, yeah. okay. So she's like the Jared Leto villain. Like it, it's like ah, eh, you're trying to be that. You're not oh, naturally gotcha. the yeah, villain. Gotcha. Okay. So like that's what it, it kind of feels like. It's forced. It doesn't feel very natural. It's like okay, well, you're really yeah. trying to buy for this part. She, and and, it's not very good. You know, like her ITMs, like uh, by the river, like. Obviously, she was saying this shit in real time, so it's not like she went back. But yeah, it just see it seems like she's being fed some like things that she thinks are funny, and she thinks she's going to get a lot of screen time, which she was right about that. Yeah. The only thing I have to say about the two on one is we all know Genevieve got the rose, uh, Sinead with her antics. Like I'm not saying I don't believe Genevieve. I'm just saying <laughs> if I, if someone came to me and said, "Hey, listen, Nally is she's doing some shit. Mm-hmm. She's doing some shit. She was I, don't, I saw her out. She was grinding up on some guy. Some guys grinding up on her. And there might even have been a kiss. And I'd been like, my girlfriend would never do that. No, never do. But nah, fuck, I guess I got to ask. I got babe. Yeah, I heard this rumor like. <laughs> What's up? What's up? All I'm saying is, I would love it. I love her response, not to be what Genevieve's was. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's what that we said. Like, right. It was she just like covered a little bit at the end. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what do you mean by <laughs> what do you mean by acting? Like define <laughs> Greg, you could speak to that a little bit. Yeah, like I, know, I mean I know, like you would have even done a better job. I feel like you broke the barrier for everyone in acting now. Like that's all that's all he wants. Maybe that's says. what it was. I never thought about that. Maybe Genevieve took like an acting class. That's not shocking. She lives in LA. Like right. I she probably took an acting class. But boy, Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you were public enemy she number was, one for taking an acting class. Yeah, I know. Now there's so many actors. Yeah, every, it's all it's all they talk um, about. Now. It's uh, crazy. Yeah, she looked like she was a deer in headlights. That's so funny because we were literally talking about yeah. that. Um, but yeah, I wonder. Uh, I wonder if uh, should we should we do a segue and uh, get a Clayton's take on whether he believed. Uh, Yes, Genevieve. Absolutely. I mean, he gave her a rose, so he had to get someone a rose. He but was probably just tired of Shanae. <laughs> he was just like, I gotta go. Yeah. Just like, just too much. He was just, yeah, I just, he wanted the drama out of the house, I guess. Yeah. Let's see what Clayton has to say. Actually, like, I'm happy you asked that question because I'm looking at it, I'm thinking right away of an earlier thing that was shown already was where yeah. Shanae cried to me. Okay. And then sold me. And then she's shown in interviews saying, Oh my gosh, I pulled the tears out. I can't believe I did that. Like I really, I really got them. Uh, prior to this whole show, I did not think, I mean, I've maybe I'm a sucker for uh, strong emotions, but when I associate crying with an extreme, you know, feeling of pain, suffering, whatever it might be. And I think that's because, you know, growing up, I hardly ever cried. My dad, I've only cried like twice since then. You're probably like, who would fake cry? (laughs) I just didn't think you could. I didn't think it was even possible to pull tears out of your on, on cue. Yeah. And when you see that back with her, with Sarah uh, yesterday, it's like she, I mean, was bawling. And because of that, it all of a sudden validated, um, you know, her feelings and what she was telling me. As I have now seen looking, you know, Sinead did the same thing to me. And then it comes out, I find out that, hey, uh, that wasn't even, those weren't uh, true feelings. She, she was able to pull the crocodile tears and, uh, that was a huge thing that I learned going forward. Now I realize that people can be that manipulative and can pull out any emotion on cue whenever they want. That's pretty scary. I think that's honestly, I, I don't like to be around those kind of people because to me, it's, it's very scary when you can just pull out whatever emotion you want on cue and, and fake it. Yeah. Um, we agree. Genevieve. I thought might have been fake crying too. I actually, I, I quite like Genevieve, but when you gave her the road, when you questioned her about the actor stuff, um, it sounds like you caught her off guard, but I, I made a joke that if, if I heard a girl for a rumor about my girlfriend and questioned her about it, I would not want the response from my girlfriend that Genevieve gave you because she looked, she looked guilty, um, was giving, uh, Genevieve, the two-on-one rose, more about not giving it to Shanae than it was about giving it to Genevieve? Or was there something that we missed? Because it, it, Genevieve, in that moment, looked awfully guilty uh, by the, her like inability to answer the question so quickly. Yeah, I will say uh, the way I interpreted it was she uh, told me she was kind of taken aback by it, was wondering where that accusation came from. And I guess if you have someone say, hey, are you an actress? Uh, She's like, well, what's the backstory to that? Where did this come from? Where do we start? And uh, I did ask it in a way where there wasn't, hey, uh, here's what I've heard. Boom, 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 boom. So here's all these accusations. Are you an actress? And so I took it as 
she was just caught off guard and was like, where do I start? How do I even explain to him? I'm not an actress. I know I'm not an actor. You can check IMDB or whatever. I'm not on there. I don't know. I think she was just kind of caught off guard by it all. Uh, but for me, no, I, I just knew in that moment that I felt there was still, um, you know, there was, there was with Genevieve. I'm like, okay, I have a connection still with her. And, um, I feel confident enough in giving her this rose to move forward. And I just didn't feel that way with Shanae anymore. Uh, it was, it was something where, uh, while we did have a connection, it just was getting to the point where I, it was becoming too much of a focal point and a distraction on my journey towards finding love. And because of that, I realized I have, again, I go back to this. It's a, it's kind of a game of comparing because you do in this in a crazy environment, but I said, Hey, I have other stronger connections and I'm just taking up too much of my time um, with this. And I just don't see her at this point being the one for me. So it's time to leave. Yeah. I don't know. Like it was a kind of an unclimatic two in one and that yeah. sense. Like we did the classic leave behind of Shanae. Right, like, what you have said? No, I just thought she, I thought Shanae had a real hair Larry with the the rumor stuff. Like, I think if you're if you feel like you're going down, that's you respect made, it. I don't respect it. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't respect it. I disrespect it. What was the, so? What was the rumor that, that, that she, she was, was an, an actor? actor. Oh, I just okay. think, yeah, I feel like that's the she's only like, thing you can I do. I heard you're an actor, and you came here to like. And she went, and she was like, I'm surprised she's even on the date. Like, I thought she would. She said she wasn't going to go last night. Like she did, like really say some wild out of pocket shit. But Genevieve did confirm that she did say those things. So, get you a little bit of a red flag. I, maybe I forgot. What did Genevieve confirm? Um, that she said that she like had a, a breakdown. She didn't want to be here or something like that. Okay, that's so her words were twisted by Shanae. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Seems it. Yeah. <laughs> Got my notes, man. Ready yeah. to go. <laughs> it's a tough. I, I really don't think. Genevieve is lying. I'm just because she probably got put on the spot, but that is not the response you want <laughs> from a rumor yeah. about someone you want to. It's like, and if she is pursuing acting, I hope she continues to work on it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do hope that she just not just like, wow, babe, now I, now I don't believe you. <laughs> um, I also thought it was like super, he gives the rose to Genevieve. Then he walks away with her. And I felt like he was walking as if he was just going to like say goodbye to her and head back to Shanae. Because sh he fully never said another word to Shanae. And then suddenly they're just on the rest of the date. You like know, Shanae is still you know, on a park bench. You remind me of something. <laughs> Thank you. And this is another thing where like where the producers are getting greedy with Clayton. Because it's this thing that happens. Again, I, being the bachelor is hard and the bachelorette. But once in a while, the, the producers will have the bachelor do shit that kind of makes them look well, like a sociopath. <laughs> because in what world, in what world do you get into a fight of any kind or a disagreement or some sort of like, hey, can I ask you like a hard-hitting question? And they go, yeah, well, let me tell you what I think. And then mid-conversation, calmly go, I'm going to have to step out. Let me go think about that. <laughs> and what fucking world does that ever happen in a relationship where you, the person like you just break mid-conversation and you just walk out of the room. And I'm not, yeah, I guess people, that only happens in a fight yeah. where you're just like, babe, I need time. I just need some time. <laughs> and it's not like this calm kind of like, I just need to step away. <laughs> 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 like, you, you don't whisper, hey, I just, 
I'm going to leave the room. <laughs> right. It doesn't match the action. It doesn't yeah. match. And, and like, it looks sociopathic to like, just like, who the fuck does that? Clayton does that all the time. He's just staring in the middle of nowhere. Too. The, like, like in the middle of this, like, well, you know, I just, I really am here for you. Okay. okay let me, let me go step away. And, <laughs> it's like when you're a kid and like your friend's like, do you want to sleep over? And you're like, I have to ask my parents first. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And I just, you know, every time, you know, I get it for dramatic effect. They step away. I get it. But like, they're getting a little, they're getting a little carried away with Clayton. Contemplations. And these contemplations. And they're getting a little greedy. And it just <laughs> makes these guys look kind of like you kind of ask, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like they, they lack these interpersonal skills to like deal with like an, an issue, you know? And I'm here to say it's just not on Clayton. It's <laughs> kind Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me go let me go think about it for a second <laughs> alright alright I'm back anyways I thought about it and yeah here's a rose like yeah. it's such a weird fucking thing that they do he did it a couple times that, yes that happened with Sarah, Sarah I felt, yeah. I yes so, that's what I'm saying I, that's I how, but it, came, it happened with Genevieve it happened again with Sarah we'll get into that for sure but like such a random fucking thing that makes their bachelors look fucking crazy right yeah Unstable, I'm almost like. Yeah. Oh, I can't. I can't be in this situation. It's like, <laughs> like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> like, Leave. could you imagine being in a fight? <laughs> could you imagine being in a fight or even a conversation with your partner? And they're just like, just gonna go for a walk. <laughs> Step away. It's probably for the best. Honestly, I should probably. I'm a big advocate. That. If you are in a disagreement, even Darlene, my therapist, after like ten minutes, like, hey, take a pause. Yeah. But like that comes with a level of intensity of like you're just like, hey, I'm just, babe, I'm gonna step outside. We're just button heads. No, they're like having a talk and yeah, very calm. Just whispers it. <laughs> anyway, um, Genevieve gets the rose. Genevieve looks like at any moment. She might pass out. <laughs> she's all, you, you watch her walk in a room. She's just like holding on to people. It's just like, <sighs> like at any moment, like if you spooked Genevieve, I think she'd collapse. <laughs> Be like, ah! <laughs> she she just looks like at any moment. She like, <sighs> who was who was it when the date card came on? That's that's some good acting. It was uh, the young woman we were talking about, young, the lady we were talking about that Andrew. Eliza? Eliza, yes. When the, there was a knock on the door and she goes, ah, that startled me. Can you guys confirm knowing how this shit works? That was some, that was some good performance. It was, well, either, it was either good performance or she's like that anxious. Uh, yeah. About, like, I, I don't know. I, I mean, mean, sometimes the, but the, the, know, knocks, like, the knocks kind of threw me off. Oh, they did. Oh, they were mm -hmm. so loud and random. Yeah. But you were like sitting there. Oh, they have us sitting there all day. <laughs> That's true. Okay, maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I've been out of the, the loop for a while. So yeah. defending not... his girl. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He, he, I, I don't know if anybody... He's like, baby, this fucking podcast guy came after you, and I fucking took him down. I don't know if anybody else... My favorite part of the episode was after the two-on-one and the uh, the woman walks in to pick out the luggage and she does this mean oh, yes! stance in front of the She's suitcase. She's like sitting there which, which suitcase you guys see that? And she, she like it was, she it. leans back and forth and she tapped her finger on her thigh like yeah. pink, white, 
pink yeah. white. But Which one was, was Sinead? That hip was like, popped it was as well. So, I was like, yeah. get this popped. woman an IMDb page. <laughs> yeah. She deserves it. And then, and then the champagne bottles uh-huh. after this? Yeah. Oh, Gabby drinks wild. two at one time. <laughs> Do you know what I'm going to say? Do you know what I'm going to ask? Well, I think you're going to say like, was it a bad look or was it like in line with bullying or isolating Shanae? The, when they called the great her. Everyone celebrated. No, no. he's going to talk about yeah. how the toast was to herpes. Yeah. Bad they refer to her as the herpes outbreak that is now gone. That's some bullshit. Anyone who said that, I don't know who said that. You're a low character person. Yeah. I don't remember who said that, but I'm just going to say that's it. That's what I'll say. Yeah. Yeah. This is a bullshit. I don't care what Shanae did. I mean, like, that's not... That's that is bullying. That is Mean Girls. That's bullshit. And uh, it was a low character moment. I know that much. I mean, I don't want to define their whole existence. I suppose I'll take that they're a low character person. But it was a low character moment for them. And um, that's all I gotta say about that. Um, <laughs> what else? What else we got? What then? What happened? Next, it was rose ceremony. Um, so Marlena and Hunter went home. Which one's Marlene? Hunter. She had the rose. She's the Olympian. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Unfortunately, apparently Clayton did not connect on the fact that they were both athletes. <laughs> Last week, she was like, Clayton, I'm an athlete. You're an athlete. She was, Clayton was like, no, it's okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Hunter, unproblematic Bondi. queen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, we have set up the, Mara, it's Mara, right? Yes, because I was calling. I wrote that down. Natural villain. Natural villain. She's a natural villain. I think it just her story just just kind of blossomed. And I'm like, okay, I like that. Natural villain in the sense that like she is a character pulled out of society. Yeah, and that's really who she is. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I'm like, okay, I get why she's a villain. Shanae was kind of just being a villain just to be one. You know what I mean? Like this is Mara. This is this is who she is. A great take. You know what I mean? So I was like, wow, this is great. This is good TV. She she already bratted on Sarah. Like, this is what a villain is supposed to have. This do, is an origin story. Do we have... <laughs> I have both empathy. I've, I do feel like if, if there's any good that comes out of us recapping The Bachelor, I do think I have gotten better as a person empathizing with people because we're constantly talking about both sides, right? We're... You know, obviously the ask Nick's help to listen to people's story, but I have both criticism, a lot of criticism for Mara, but I do have empathy for like you see her true desire to find love. Like right, she yeah. see like I Agreed. think she's going about it in a terrible way and and, and her, she's projecting a lot of toxic emotions. Mm-hmm. But her desire, it, I, 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 I feel for her because it feels like if she could just, you know, like maybe come on an ethnic, I don't know, but let's just chill out, you know, just settle in to who she is and stop trying to squeeze the life yeah. out of anyone she's ever dated. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the best part is it feels real. Yeah. Like, um, Sometimes with Shanae, it kind of like, it, for, for some reason, gives us a bad look. I don't know why. Like people in the Bachelor world. Because that just seems like just like when super… you say you think you're the show. The it gives the show a bad look. Yeah, I, I feel. agree. I feel like when you have people that are just naturally themselves and it makes the show look more authentic. Like with people like Shanae, I just feel like it's ruining. Because I feel like I do love the Bachelor like process. I think, it's some, I think it works. I think some people who take it seriously, I think definitely 
it would it would blossom for them. But when people like Shanae go on there and just completely just do stuff out of left field, it's just like, all right, is this just all just a, a joke? Yeah, Shanae acts like a Sasha Baron Cohen character, like yeah. constantly. That's like, who who implanted you? And like, you know, that's not the case. Like, I don't know any like implanted she's actors. Not, she's there. not planted. Yeah. No, what she is. Yeah, it's, you guys know how it is. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. You've been there. Like, no one's an actor, but people no. definitely try to act. Yes. You've, you've, you, you go in that world and you see people like, you, you have observed your peers. Yeah. Like, listen to producers and do what they think the producers want and not even what the producers are telling them to do, but what they, they, they go in and out of character. Yeah. You know, like talk about like for all, every person who's like narked on someone who's like, I don't know, they're a different person with you. And when they're not with you, there are people on bachelor and you guys agree or disagree, but in my opinion, there are people, there are cast people who are different around producers than they are with their peers. And they turn into the whole like right reasons and, you know, all that bullshit. And they're yeah. like, oh, absolutely. You know, yeah, and yeah. then all of a sudden they're just like, fuck you, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, that shit happens that. all the time. And yeah. it's always the righteous motherfuckers yeah. who are, you know, and and so, yeah, anyway. Um, and so, yeah, I think, I think I agree with you. She is, she's a real villain in the fact that you are getting her real, real authentic yeah. feelings. That's what we want to see. And I think it's good. I think I like this little Sarah Marv uh, vibe. I am. I'm, it's, it's especially how Sarah came back. It's a back. fresh start. It's she, something new, at least. Yeah. Tired of fucking ADHD and and <laughs> Shanae and shrimp. I, my I, attention I, for I was not good. I I, I couldn't <laughs> like pay. I, I was like over it. My attention really for the it. ADHD drama has passed. <laughs> yeah. I no longer have attention for it. Right. I um. I hate to do this right now. I have to pee so yeah, go bad. Pee. Can I right. pee? Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> we'll uh, just uh, listen to more of the Clayton interview while you pee. Clayton, how you doing, buddy? Oh, Nick, man, I'm, uh, I'm doing okay. Obviously, you can hear I'm a little rough today, but uh, mentally, I feel that I have mental clarity. It's just my voice did not want to uh, join the party today, so we'll do our best. Uh, well, kind of, uh, Super Bowl cheering, cheering for uh, football? Honestly, it wasn't even from the Super Bowl. It was uh, from Brandon came into town. That man is quite the partier. And, uh, but I will say, I actually put him out of commission yesterday. He had to call it quits. He's going to kill me for saying that, but he had to call it quits yesterday. And I had to take him home so he could go let nap on the couch. So okay. it's a productive weekend. But uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty eventful. We, we, uh, we love Brandon here. We uh, had a chance to, to talk with him. It was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. How are you doing, Clayton? Nope. The world's vaccination has been uh, hard on you. Yeah, you know, I think it I went through a wave of emotions from the uh, really the initial well, before the airing of the show and things were kind of quiet to the initial first episode where things got really hectic. Uh, and then I was hearing everything under the sun and uh, everybody told me to not read or listen to anything that's being said online. And I just like, I love to be stubborn. I decided to choose to not listen to any of that advice. Uh, but I will say with that, partly I felt that the more I read, I would become numb to it all. And honestly, I think that's kind of what's happened this last week or two. I will compound on top of that. The fact that I've also spoken to former bachelor bachelorettes, uh, had these conversations as of recently, that have really kind of helped me understand that this is par for the course in a way. Uh, I don't know if necessarily I'm facing any more backlash than 
other but previous bachelor bachelorettes maybe so but uh, it sounds like at the end of it all there may be the light that i'm looking for but regardless whether or not i think what's more important is if it's it's one thing to be liked it's another thing for me to be happy at the end of it all and that's kind of where my focus has shifted okay well that's that's good to hear that sounds there's a twinkle of some optimism optimism for what's to come nice little yeah. nice little tease there clayton are there are there moments like you mentioned like obviously you had some big moments with uh, Susie today or uh, on this last episode you had a big moment another nice moment with Rachel you I think most people think are your two front runners uh were there other moments that didn't make the cutting room floor that you kind of wish the audience could see and if so like could you shed some light on you know, any more kind of like just even like cute fun moments that you had with either Rachel or Susie or any other the women that you're making connections with where you're like, oh, that would have been kind of cool to have a, a, the audience see, but we were too focused on Shanae. Yeah. I mean, there's, listen, yeah, there's, you said it best. Uh, these episodes are two hours long, but I think we filmed 16 hours a day. Uh, and each episode encapsulates something that happens in uh, a week or a week and a half. So there's so many that so much that doesn't make the cut just because of time constraints. Uh, I thought there was a lot of you know interactions that were fun that uh, I know just from this past episode, Teddy and I had a you know really f- great time at a picnic that we did that we had during the day. Um, and again, it's just like there's there's so much of this little banter that we had and. Uh, we're having a lot, a lot of great laughs, and I, that was again. I, I don't can't remember specifics about all of these conversations, but there was a lot of also things going on with the women, the bonds that they had as well. Uh, but here's the thing: I think people do watch the show for the drama. I mean, there must be a reason why it's so highlighted because it attracts viewers, and so uh, I understand the show has to play to that, and I think they are. And if it they have all the metrics. They know what attracts the viewers. And so if it didn't attract the viewers, they would not uh, highlight that. So I'm not going to question uh, what they're showing because they know way, way, way more sure. than I do. I just live the experience and then they decide what they want to show. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, there is a lot, I think, to put the Elizabeth story to bed. Uh, I'd love to hear from you why you sent Elizabeth home because I think the perception in Bachelor Nation is had uh, Shanae not ruined her time and cannibalized it with the drama that Elizabeth wouldn't have been able to, you know, show who show you who she really was. Is there any truth to that, or or were you just not? You know, what's the reason you sent Elizabeth home? Like in your in, from your perspective. Yeah, it's a great question. And here's the thing. Uh, so many incredible women that that showed up uh, night one. But again, just because you're incredible, whatever it is, everybody is trying to figure out whether or not there's a connection. And sometimes you can pick pick up on that very quickly. And I do want to highlight the fact that there were a couple of women night one that weren't into me that just up and left. Uh, so uh, I think that's also, it happens both ways with some of these women go, mm, I'm not really feeling him. And they can make that off of a first impression. That does happen in the real world. That does happen on the show. Uh, with Elizabeth, we just didn't have a connection. Uh, we talked uh, initially. Uh, I thought she was a nice woman. I thought she, um, there was a lot going for her, but I just didn't feel a spark. I didn't feel that connection. And honestly, can, just with the rest of the connections that I had, or at least the early initial interest it was much stronger with other women. So 
um, when it came time to, you know, Elizabeth and Shanae, when they started having that drama, uh, it wasn't a matter of picking one over the other because, oh, I think she's more right than, than the other, you know, than something the other person is. It kind of came down to a little bit of that of, okay, I kind of feel that um, siding right now with, with one side, but also I do feel a stronger initial connection with this person. Therefore, I'm just going to go ahead and part ways with the other one, hoping that this will be the, maybe it'll end that drama. Now, as we see now, that was not the case, but that was my thought. And I, 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 sometimes I think in life, we uh, tend to agree with people that we have better connections with. That's just how it goes. You, you have that gut feeling of, okay, I really trust this person or I have a more better attraction to them. So I'm going to probably end up taking their side. And that is a fault to my own. But I, in that moment, uh, I felt that yeah, I can part ways with Elizabeth because there are so many other women here that I'm more interested in. It was just, that was, it was as simple as that. Yeah. So it, I don't want to get clarification. It wasn't so much like when you say taking sides that you were picking, you weren't, were you picking Shanae over Elizabeth or you were more picking all the other, I mean, there were like 15 women left when you sent Elizabeth home. You, like it just comes down to you simply didn't have a connection with Elizabeth. Yeah. I mean, as we have, again, at first, there's so many women, there's really so little time. And so you have to go off of, okay, how do I feel with having one or two prior conversations? I mean, night one, you have with some of these women, one conversation. I didn't have a conversation with actually some of the women outside of just the limo entrances. So some of them had none. Uh, because again, it's just, there's so much going on. And if we all have a 30 minute conversation, um, then we'll be there until two days later. So I would go off of, okay, how many conversations I had. And I believe if I don't, if I remember correctly, when I talked, you know, sat down with Elizabeth and Shanae finally to, you know, with, with me there as well, uh, I might've had maybe, I don't know, three conversations with them total three or four. It wasn't a ton to go off of. So, um, I really did hold that. And that interaction, uh, it, it, I, I put a lot of weight into it. And I, with them both sitting down in front of each other, I, I was just sitting there quiet. And I know everyone's like, man, the dude's spaced out. He is completely just does not want to be there. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I wasn't a fan of the, all of the drama. But uh, at the same time, I was just kind of locked in and listening to the words, listening to the tone, watching body language, just trying to pick up on everything I could to say, okay, who seems to be at fault here? Um and, and honestly, listen, I, as I watch this back again, I, I now have a different take on maybe who is the culprit. But in that conversation, I felt that Elizabeth came across a little bit condescending uh, and she was cutting off Shanae. And it was that's all it came down to was in that conversation. Uh, Shanae was actually quiet and listening the entire time that Elizabeth was talking, but it wasn't reciprocated. And so I made a decision off of really that conversation uh, because I felt, again, I was like, I don't really have a strong connection with Elizabeth, no fault to her own. Uh, we just, it just doesn't, there's no spark there. Uh, and so with that coupled with the conversation, I just felt like, okay, Hey, I'm, there's nothing more here. And um, I just, it's better to part ways. Huh, that makes sense. Um, you, uh, all the rumors that you've been told by the women, you always, it seems like you, um, you hear, like, it seems like it's like you're almost, your strength is being used against you as a weakness, you know, in the sense of the strength, it seems like you're like a really present guy and you want to like listen to everyone and hear them out. And if, if what they want to say is talking shit about 
another peer, then then you have that personal aspect of like, oh shit, do I like they're talking shit about someone I like? Do you ever regret um, any of the times that you took the rumor that you heard and then asked the person that rumor was about, as opposed to just saying, you know what, that sounds like nonsense. Did you feel like confronting the accusation to the person who was being accused ever um, affected your relationships negatively, or did you did you like that, or you know what I'm saying? Because like sometimes yeah, yeah. it can like overtake the conversation. Like I think obviously that we saw the date with Sarah last night, and that was pretty much at least what we saw. The meat of the whole date was you being like, "Hey, I I hear." you don't want to be here. Or I hear like, you're not ready for, for marriage. Like looking back, do you wish you would have done that differently? Um, when I, when it comes to that, I would say, uh, no, uh, because for me, I've always felt that the second I hear about conflict, uh, I hope that there's a quick resolution. I think it's always better to address something right away as opposed to potentially, uh, ignoring it uh, or addressing it at a later date because you give it time to uh, either come back around. I don't think things like that drop off. And with Sarah, what it came down to was that in that moment, we're talking um, what a week or two before hometown. So that conversation for me was, uh, it was okay, this accusation is being brought up. It could be false. Uh, and if it's false, then after we have this conversation, uh, I will drop it and I won't think anything more of it. And that's what you saw was we had the talk. Uh, she uh, relayed to me how she felt, got very emotional. And in that moment, I felt, okay, listen, she is genuine. She really is hurt by these accusations. And I'm really sorry that um, I, had, I, I did this tonight. We had a good day. But I also cannot be afraid to have these conversations because Again, we're talking about a week later from now, I might be meeting your, you know, your, your parents and your family. And I cannot have that doubt in the back of my mind that you potentially are here just to have a good time. Because let's be honest, does, does everybody come on the show uh, looking for love, looking to, to win my heart over? No. I mean, we all know this. Nobody is naive to it. Uh, there are some people that come here and they have the right mind, mindset. And there are others that are like, hey, I see a lot of opportunities that can come from this. Uh, I'm not naive to that. I'm aware of it. Therefore, those accusations, everyone says here for the wrong reasons. And it's like, oh my gosh, why do we always bring this up? Well, because that is a concern. If you're in my shoes and you're looking to actually settle down, you don't want to hear, hear even those words muttered because the second you do, it's just a whole set of red flags that go off. Yeah. With, with all the stuff that's come out with Shanae, and you've talked to, and, and you've been very kind of vocal about all the things that you've learned about uh, what Shanae has done and her antics and things like that. You know, there's been a lot of talk about tell-all and certainly Elizabeth sounding off on her social about like what her plans for tell-all. Uh, and we always hear about like the questions like all your exes may or may not have for you. But do you have any questions for Shanae regarding like her behavior or what seems to be like the fake crying uh, or are you just over it? I only have one big question. It's just, are you, are you sorry? That's really it. Because if she says yes, I know she did a lot, but if her, if she's genuine in her response and says, you know, Hey, looking back at it, um, I, I kind of was just blinded by the experience of whatever it is and maybe just took it way too far. Um, I'm somebody who is willing to give people second chances. Uh, if I feel that it's genuine, 
Uh, that's all I want to know. If she says, no, I'm not sorry. I stand my ground, everything I stand by. Then uh, again, there's nothing more to be said there on that realm because to me, it's a lost cause. And okay, that's how you feel. I disagree with you. And I don't really need to hear anything else about why you did it if you don't feel apologetic. So uh, that's it's that simple for me. I think it's one question. Uh, because if she says, no, I'm not sorry, I don't feel that I need to have a discussion any further. Uh, I think that speaks louder than anything else at that point is if she's willing to back all that up. And I hope that she has time to reflect as we all have and takes a look at her actions and uh, maybe sees areas where she could have done things differently. And again, I think this is a learning experience. I've learned so much. I by no means was perfect. And people will continue to see that going forward. All the mistakes that I made, which there were plenty uh, but I think if we all sit here and say, hey, I did this following my heart, I, th- I did what I thought was best, I think we can give people some grace and understand that sometimes these moments become very big in general. But when you're in, in front of a camera and all that as well, maybe you're driven to do some things that you wouldn't typically do uh, ha- had you not had the pressure to be in the environment that you're in. So I'm willing to give her some grace, but I only have that one question and I just want to know whether or not she's sorry. That's fair. Is there anyone else in the house that um, you've been surprised by their edit? And like you're seeing a different version of them or like, like Shanae or like someone that we might see a different version of. Well, actually, well, you haven't seen it in any future episodes either. So, you know, I think I know basically everything that I've seen so far on the show. Again, a lot of it's been heavily focused on the drama. So that's all been eye opening. But as far as seeing a different side to somebody's, whether or not they're goofy or, whatever character trait they might have. Uh, a lot of that, uh, I haven't seen anything that surprised me. Uh, I think that the surprise won't come on my end. It's going to come on a lot of, uh, I think, other people's ends, the viewers' ends that, that are now watching this all for the first time and don't have my experience on my side of it that are going to say, well, holy you know, crap, these connections are way stronger. We're, we're, like It went from just week one to boom, this, and all of a sudden now there's all these crazy connections yeah, because there was a lot happening in those weeks building up. Uh, I say this, I, I know, yes, I'm kind of like the kissing bandit uh, as far as it's like what people, there's, they show me kissing all the time, but uh, I think physical intimacy and all that is important. And that's something where you have to have that, um, you know, that there for a relationship to work long-term. And I'm t- I try to tell people, if you see me kissing them, it's not like I just walked in a room and we just start making out. Like you have to establish that connection and these women felt safe and they felt that we had incredible conversations. A lot of those like kisses, what preceded it was 30 minutes of conversation. So uh, that was also build up over time. And now I think people are going to start seeing like last night, like, whoa, these are some strong connections. where did they come from? Well, while all that drama was happening, there was a whole other romantic side happening, building these relationships that was also going on that again, they couldn't highlight because they have a job. They can only show much in show so much in two hours. Yeah, totally. Um, I know you've kind of like put a, like a silver lining on it, but you know, I've been hard on you in the past. Bachelor Nation has like, has there been any point in this season where you even had the thought of regretting saying yes to be the bachelor? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think like the first, three weeks uh of the show airing yeah i definitely thought that uh because you just don't know what to expect going into it but uh having no frame of reference not really uh, watching prior shows not i went straight from michelle's season to jumping into my own so i didn't have that time in between to really reach out 
uh, to bachelor bachelorettes, ask them uh, these questions that I'm now I'm asking that I'm like, oh, wait, so this isn't that out of the norm. You received some hate too, but now people seem to have come around and liked you. Uh, just having that reassurance, I didn't get that. So the first three weeks, uh, I did, I thought, you know, it's gonna be great. Everyone's going to come around and start seeing my personality. And it just, people weren't, uh, they, it seemed like as if no matter what they showed, even when they showed my personality, showed me being goofy, people would say, he has no personality. And it's like, what more do you want to see? And I'm showing you this on social media and yet you still are just wanting to find something to be mad at me about, uh, that just to me felt like it became this hopeless battle of, uh, you can't, you know, you're not going to make anybody happy. And I, if to me, I just wasn't ready, I guess, for the magnitude of the criticism that I was going to face. Uh, but yeah, then after the more I spoke with people, I realized this is kind of just how it is. And now I, I have truly become numb to it in the last week or two. Uh, the, the negativity in my inbox is the same thing I've seen for the last four or five weeks. And it just doesn't have the same bite anymore. It doesn't matter at this point to me uh, because I just, I'm happy with, people that I have in my life. And that's ultimately what's pushing me forward. Well, that's good to hear. I, I hope for you that it, you, you don't have to continue to be numb and that hopefully people stop fucking DMing Clayton nasty <laughs> shit. Um, chill out. Um, hey, if, that, if they want to get their anger out again, I think we all know this. Uh, if, if you're projecting your own anger on somebody you don't even know, that's that's more so... Uh, something that's that's an internal issue on your own end. So if they feel that just them yelling at me is going to help them get out that anger and make them feel a little better, then so be it. Uh, I don't I don't understand it, but uh, for some people that's the way. It's kind of like venting, and I guess that's what they want to do is they want to vent to me and tell me how terrible I am. But um, it is what it is. I yeah, I mean they can be in my DMs. It's fine. That's I'll, I'll just continue to ignore them. All right. Uh, all right. Question as regards to the end of the season, which obviously we know you're, you can't shed a light, but I want to ask in a way that can, uh, there's obviously the reveal that you talk about being intimate with at least two different women there. I've, I've heard personally that the ending from producers is a, an all timer. I don't know what that means. It is here. It's an all timer. And, um, Usually when there's this all-time drama, like it's going to be intense and Bachelor Nation will have a very intense feeling towards it. So whether that's towards you or one of the women uh, or multiple women, what is a relatable experience that in terms of like, hey, before these starts airing, you know, just consider you being in a situation where that you would want they would they might want some grace too because it seems like things might get a little cloudier before they get clearer when it comes to your personal love story and does that make sense like are you able yeah. to like shed some light on that and how like what's the t what should we prepare ourselves for without you know giving anything away yeah well the biggest thing that if i had to give people advice um or just ask of individuals is to be patient judge based off of the outcome, not so much the process. I mean, I think people will judge regardless. And I'm not saying you can't judge, but see it all the way through because, you know, then you may make sense. It might not make sense in the moments. And people will say, well, why is he doing this? I already know. I mean, I've already seen that there. Uh, let's just say, for instance, uh, the uh, trailers they've shown where I say I have, you know, been, I was physically intimate with the both of you. Uh, and everyone goes, why would he say that in that environment? It makes no sense. And it's like, yeah, because you don't have the context. Yeah. Uh, and if you have the context, 
I'm not saying you're, everyone's going to agree with me, but maybe half of that camp now says, okay, I see why he did it. And that is what I kind of want, hope people will do is just reserve their judgment until they see it all the way through. And then for what, at that point, when you have the full story, then you can make a judgment on me and you can either like me or dislike me. Uh, but so often I think nowadays with social media, with everything that we have going on, everything is so instantaneous. And a lot of times people make judgments before all the facts are out. And then next thing you know, the, the, all the facts come out and it's, they got their foot in their mouth. So that's where I just think for me, it's, I hope that people will, again, just give it time, let it play out. And then let's, let's talk, let's have that discussion. You know, you, after you see it all the way through, you can sit here and bring me back in another podcast and say, Clayton, you're an idiot. Uh, Cause you did this and this, but at least now we have all seen it. And now we can have that discussion. Cause I won't sit here and say that, um, I'm not going to defend all my actions to, to the grave. Uh, I learned a lot. And I think there were things I wish I did differently, but in that moment, it's what I thought was best. Is there a, a specific thing you, you other, and anything that's not including Shanae, is there something, cause we, we get, there's regret there and we get all that we've covered the Shanae, but is there any other specific thing that you are able to share that thing, something you might've done differently? I don't, I don't know if necessarily, I, I can't say a ton on this, uh, but again, it's apparent. I'll just say this. It was apparent. I mean, I've said it in multiple uh, in, in the trailers. You know, I, I express being in love with multiple women. And I would just say for me, um, that was one of the worst things that I could have done uh, is, is fallen for multiple people. I just wasn't ready for it. And I don't know. Uh, some people I maybe can handle that. And I would love to be able to talk to people that have went through that. I mean, I don't think many people fall in love with multiple people at the same time. I think this is the only atmosphere where it's acceptable, uh, given the circumstances, but that was dangerous for me. And I would love to elaborate on that further at a later point, uh, but for what it is now, uh, that's just something that, yeah, I, I realized for me personally was, was not a good thing to do. Are you more nervous for women till all or AFR? So I wouldn't use the word nervous per se, uh, because I'm more so just, well, put it this way, obviously AFR uh, the connections that I had uh, were stronger than what I ha will have with the women that are at Women Tell All. Uh, and so because of that, um, you know, I know there's going to be more pain associated with, uh, with AFR. And for that, that's the one that you know, I'm saddened to uh, have to go and, and have those conversations, although I think that they are worth having. But uh, I know it's going to be a lot more emotionally uh, challenging for me uh, to, to go to the AFR. Now, well, on a lighter note, and just for fun, indulge us. Uh, tell me uh, three things that you like and one thing that you dislike about Rachel and Susie. Uh, We're just assuming you pick one of those two. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I'm sitting here like, well, you got your yeah, there's a, we, to... we decided that we, I think they're your front runners. I, was, I thought it was Rachel last week. Your reaction to Susie sneaking out, like having been in your shoes, being as tired as I know how you can be, like your reaction to Susie could have been very different, let's say, if it was Mara. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, so for me, I was like, oh, fuck, Susie. I, I was convinced it was Rachel last week, and now I'm not so sure. But I've, I've convinced, at least now, that it's one of those two. And so I just want to hear you talk about them if I can try to peel back. Yeah. Uh... So three things that I like about each of them. Well, uh, let's see with, um, with Rachel, I think what you've seen so far is she's very intentional, uh, with, uh, every interaction she has, I, she's very 
uh, much. I mean, if you look at it, the interactions, I, I don't know if people pick up on it, but I picked up on it. She, every time she was with me, it's like, she was closing down that physical distance and she just, I could tell it's like, she wanted to be as close as possible. And I felt that, and it really, it made me happy to, um, you know, just to feel that I was wanted and, and that she was putting forth the effort and all these, you know, in, in an area like that, where I think she did such a great job at where other people just weren't, she was in a different realm when it came to that. Uh, she also, uh, she, she's, you know, fully committed from really early on. I think, again, it was something where I was so shocked because she told me she was falling hard. And, and I think she did not hold back from the start where again, other people were more, um, you know, hesitant to open up. I know when I was on her side of things, I did not open up until it was too late. Uh, and I think she just came in saying, Hey, I'm going to give it a shot and I'm willing to see where this goes. And I respected that out of her as well. And, uh, you know, third thing being, uh, she's actually, she's pretty funny. She's got a great sense of humor. Uh, she's just sweet. She's, you know, driven as well. I think her job is, uh, you know, what she does is incredible. And uh, she chases after a dream and being a pioneer really in that, in that, uh, line of work where, um, there aren't many female pilots. She's, uh, she's you know, going against the norm and she knows what she wants to do in life. And I respect that. What about Susie? Tell us about Susie. Am I still doing three things? Sure, man. Whatever. You can just okay. uh, I, I lo- you, uh, you're, you're a good interview, man. Like, so you're, you're very generous with your answers. Thank you. You know, with Susie, I think what stood out to me was that, the, you know, a lot of, a lot of the women were very much, um, you know, kind of pulled to, to her. And I think when you start seeing people being attracted to individuals, you start to pick up on that and realize that everyone kind of wants to surround themselves, uh, with that person. Uh, so that someone that happened, I saw that happen with uh, Rodney on Michelle season. Uh, everybody was just attracted to, to him. Like everyone wanted to be around him because he was so funny. Uh, he just was a good positive vibe. And every time you're around him, you're laughing. And it made just that being in that same room so much more enjoyable. Uh, I kind of felt like that was how it was with Susie. She seemed to kind of have that similar pull. Uh, everyone was really just always wanting to be around her. And so that really piqued a lot of my curiosity with her. Uh, and I like that. I really, I mean, it's not that I need to ever be with somebody that's liked by everybody, but I think it's a good indicator of, uh, if you see, walk into a room and you see you know, a circle around one person, you know, they're, they're either just telling a really crazy story that people just want to listen to one time, or they're, they're the life of the party. They're, they're, there's somebody that people want to be around and associate themselves with. So, uh, I saw that with her early on and it piqued my interest. I think she also, you know, as everyone saw in the last episode, she was, she said she was a little guarded, but she, um, you know, did, you know, she was very honest she's open. And that's something that I asked a lot of the women to, um, you know, to be able to, to give to me. And I was, would hope to be able to do the same to them. And I think that while yeah, she did struggle, she told me, Hey, you know, this is something that I, uh, that I've been put, I put up walls, but I want to let you know that so that, um, there's no surprise as why I may be holding off, but she, as people saw yesterday, she, you know, told me her feelings and, um, you know, I reacted the way I did. Cause I was, I was shocked. I, I was not really sure where she stood because I kind of, without her telling me prior that she had the walls up, I could just feel it. Uh, so it was really exciting to finally know where, where we stood and whether or not, again, I didn't know at the same time, I thought, Hey, maybe she's going to friends on me. I, I don't know. Like when I first saw her and I said that again, so I made the comment, I said, Oh, you're smiling. This must be good. Because I was looking at the first thing I was waiting on is when I saw her or whoever it was going to be, 
I'm like, okay, what's their face? Are they going to have a smile on? Is it going to be straight? Like I had no idea when it said maybe the clock tower, whether that was a good or bad thing. Uh, so yeah, to find that out, it was, it was obviously I saw she was willing to um, really fully dive in. She just maybe took a little bit longer than others did to do so. Um, what was that two? I think. I think yeah, I mean, five, I th- <laughs> yeah, okay. You're I give long answers. Yeah, you tell uh, me three. You should probably uh, just tell me one because it's kind of, I'm going to give you. Yeah, uh, long uh, talker. Good. Clayton, thank you very much for your time, man. Okay, I just got to say, um, we were stuck in Albuquerque. Yeah. Um, so just keep that in mind. Croatia's <laughs> fucking awesome. Croatia. Oh my God. We were in. You guys, were, Albuquerque. You, you, de- you guys. <laughs> You guys and I went. I went there. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I saw it. Uh, I, you guys, in the history of the show, probably had the that was not cool. Oh, and you want everyone wonders why there's so much drama. We were we were we were, we were losing our again there. We were in quarantine. We had to see each other every second of the day, and you couldn't leave one room. And we saw the same mountain every single day. The same it was just like, mountain. Uh, it, just, didn't it was bad. Well, clearly, didn't <laughs> the move, food. But. Food was not great. Food wasn't great. It was that food was atrocious. So, yeah. I mean, so we're all losing our minds. So that like, it makes perfect sense why like it our, our our season it was so dramatic. It wasn't like authentic like New Mexican food. No, it was like it was it, it was like a it was like a cafeteria. It was cafeteria yeah. style. It was bad yeah. cafeteria food. Bad, it's like yeah, huh. same. We were just. Pouring barbecue sauce every single day, <laughs> and stuff, just pouring it on because there was no taste. Oh man! <laughs> anyway, so Croatia, yeah, <laughs> most fucking romantic. Um, Teddy gets a one-on-one. I I was happy that Teddy got because she hasn't yeah. gotten a one-on-one, right? Yeah. Wait, yeah. I, I was before she got the one-on-one. I was like, holy shit! Oh, she's she's the one with the first impression rose. Yeah. yeah. So I I, uh, I was happy for her. Yeah, I uh, I was a little worried that Amanda has suspected that. Uh, she might fall off the cliff and I was I, worried that she might too. I was wondering where was her like screen time? Like she like the last three weeks have just I think she seen I think she kind of clammed up a little bit maybe. I don't know. Or maybe Clayton. Mm-hmm. I mean clearly he's into Rachel and, and Susie. Yeah. It's like a I will I still think fair. Rachel wins but Susie had a really strong showing. I, I think what? it's I think it's interesting between them two. I mean I see him and Rachel and I'm just like they yeah. these 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 two well we'll get to why I think yeah. the Susie was so impactful but let's focus on the Teddy right now I mean it still was a bit it it didn't I guess the Teddy and and Clayton date didn't have the same vibes as the Rachel and and Susie moments I feel like it it just feels like he's already picked <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's um, not. It's not Teddy. It's not even Teddy's fault though. I thought Teddy was great in mm-hmm. how she just made it feel like a normal date, like they would actually go on. Like she gives me like the very authentic, like actually, this is what it's gonna like be like vibes. And I just feel and, like, and we really appreciated her fit. She had a great oh, fit on wow. that, that like yeah. leather jacket off the shoulders. We were like, look at this girl. I'm like, look at look at her. Uh-huh. And Clayton's out there with a quarter zip on. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's not. It's not his fault. Oh no, oh, we know that. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's oh. kind. Of, well, it's kind of his fault. I think there's an outfit. Uh, I think it was the group date one, and, and I love Clayton. I think he's a great guy. The outfit he has on the group date, where it's like a a blue blazer and like a zip up, and then jeans, that has to be the worst outfit <laughs> of Bachelor history. 
I, I don't know. You should see. Look up my fantasy suite date on Andy's season. It's not good. It's brutal. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up now. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to Clayton. I'm gonna be like, "Yo, bro, love you, man. That wasn't it, though. Ever." <laughs> did what? It did. So While like, I'm in a freaking Uncle Phil sweater right now. <laughs> I have a question, which is like, do you think like men? When do you think men get access to like fashion and like cultivating their own sense of style? Like, do you think that's something that like a lot of guys can do now? Yeah, I mean, in the world or in Bachelor Nation, both different. Well, like I, it's. I mean, Matt James tore. Matt up. James, I mean, unbelievable, unbelievable. Yeah, he he looked great, but also like to your point, he knew what he what worked, and he stuck with right. it. You don't like the Bachelor is not the place to like try new things, try new things, yeah, take yeah. risks. But Andrew, I feel like you whipped out some fits. Yeah, I tried. You know, I mean, I lived in Europe for a little bit, and that's when I like my fashion got a little bit better. I used to be just like a athletic leisure like sweatpants and sweatshirt but, so I totally get it like for him um, I just you know these girls are just going all out and he's got like a, a jeans and a blazer and a hoodie on someday I was like dang man I hey, feel bad for these girls don't, don't hate on the hoodie blazer combo hoodie blazer's fire I, I, <laughs> I think the bachelor <laughs> ruined their hoodie blazer combo. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, yeah it's just I mean I don't know I, I just feel like they've been like going the girls have been absolutely killing it um, and Clayton's kind of leaving them hanging a little bit. <laughs> this guy's setting himself up for a real nice paradise arrival. Who, me? Yeah. Why? So women were looking great. They're dressing nice. Oh, and- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude, you better bring it on yeah. your date. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the first one on here. Okay, he gives me crap every time I have to put on. He's like, bro, no, that's not it. I'm like, okay. Do you guys, I'm honest with you. Do you guys like to dress each other when you go out? <laughs> Do we dress no. each other? He asked me like 40 times. He, tra- he changed like six times. Are you kidding me right this now? This morning? Bro, bro, no, yeah, yesterday. Uh, put on two different t-shirts six times. Who? A black and a white shirt. Nah, Wait. I'm going to try the black <laughs> shirt. Wait, what? You don't realize? <laughs> to the Super Bowl? No. Uh, it was Drake's thing. No, the first night. Uh, uh, Bieber's. What did I wear the first night? You wore the black uh, um, or the gray. The one that like ruined your shirt. Turned it blue. No, I've tra- yeah. Listen, no. I, <laughs> I don't want to hear it. You do your little <laughs> runway walk every single day. Okay, and, no. and literally, no, he does it the Grinch voice too. Like, okay, I'm not going. <laughs> but what would I wear? What would I wear? Okay, yeah, I'm not I going. do that a lot. <laughs> I can't cancel that. I can't cancel that again. I just can't. <laughs> not I am. Dinner with me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Sorry, you guys, right, sorry, you guys yeah. are adorable. <laughs> uh, what did Teddy and I mean? They talked about her being a virgin, right? Yes. And uh, thought Clinton's response was nice. Ooh, he did that. Oh, like, oh, what? He kind of hit one of those. <laughs> it's like in the back of the mind, like wow. It kind of felt like. Do you felt like? Do you did you feel like uh, that hurt Teddy's chances? Like, do you feel like? You know, interesting enough, we get this a lot on our ass next, yes. right? Like, there's there's a certain Teddy's a, represents a certain there's a community of women that Teddy represents the right. uh, mid twenties. Uh, they're virgins, and maybe there was a reason that they started being virgins, but that has since kind of changed. Maybe it started with like you know Teddy's story, like her mom got her early pregnancy that was influencing her life. Maybe there's a religious element. Things like that. But you get away from the religious element. You grow up. And then you just like, you still want it to be special. And you haven't yet. And we get asked all the time. You know, like, do guys, like, I'm a virgin. I don't care. But like, it seems like all the guys care. 
right? It seems like, and Clayton said something interesting, actually, that made me want to pose the question. And Clayton said, um, you know, something, thank you for sharing. And in his ITM, he's like, that carries a lot of weight. And I want to respect that kind of weight that it carries some version of that. And I guess my question, I don't think any of, I don't know if there are any virgins in the room, but for the people listening, uh, if you are in Teddy's community and, and we can discuss, do we feel like, does the virgin, the person who hasn't had sex yet, who is like maybe self-conscious about it, do they want people to carry it with so much weight? Or do they just want to like, be normal. Just be like, yeah, okay, cool. You're a virgin. Like, whatever. Maybe I'll be your person or not. Because I always, people are like, well, why Why do people like, why do people think it's a big deal? My response always to these people is like, I don't know you, but chances are you are carrying it with you and you're talking about it. And you're like, by the way, I'm a virgin, you know, and guys, it's a bachelor. So like Teddy has to talk about yeah. it. Like, I don't, Teddy doesn't strike me as someone who's bringing this up like on first dates I all the time. I appreciated how yeah. how she voiced it though. Yeah, yeah. But I'm curious about like Clayton's response, and I think I think Clayton's response was fine in terms. Yeah. Of I don't. I'm not critical of it, and it was the right thing to say as the bachelor. But realistically, it it it's that pressure. It's like that. Why do we have to carry it with so much weight? Like, mm-hmm, why do we have right. to carry this virginity with this like? Golden chalice of whatever. It's just like in my in my yeah. opinion, I think that she tried to um, not make it such a huge yeah. deal because mm-hmm. she did voice in the beginning. She said, "You know, I take pride in that I'm a sexual person, yeah. but I just haven't, you know, had the right Bummer person right or person. the right moment, or she's never been loved yet." So I really appreciated how she voiced that because she's yeah. not trying to make it like her storyline or like this huge deal, but she's just being honest with the guy. And in our best friend is, is a virgin. Like, right, yeah. We, we, uh, we hang Mike, out. But that's for a different, totally different reason. But he yeah. like doesn't, you don't, it doesn't strike you as that kind of guy. You don't sure. even talk right. about but it. It's a great point. It's it. interesting here, talking to you about it. He, he does carry a lot of a weight, weight for right. that. It's right. a, but like, it, if and you like have conversations, you would never noticed if he wasn't on the show and he had to talk about it. Well, interesting enough because that's his choice. Yeah. Right? So like he's fine with that choice. It's part of him. If you're Teddy or someone similar to Teddy, where you're just like, it was your choice, but it feels like less of your choice because it was like, yeah, it's my choice, but like, I want it to be special. So, you know, like, but I also just want to like get, I don't want to, I want to get through this. I want to have sex. I want to not go on dates and call myself a virgin. I do want it to be special. I don't want to, I've waited this long. It's kind of like this in between world people live. Who like unlike Mike? Who's like no? I, I'm doing this for a reason. This is an act of okay, choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I decided for this for myself, so I don't need to explain myself. Because mm-hmm. like someone like Mike, he's like, this is my choice, and someone like Teddy's like, I'm just I just happen to be a virgin, you know? Yeah, or this reflects like an older ideology. Yes, yeah. older. Yes. I also think like the thing about disclosing like being a virgin is you're basically saying like every single person you've ever fucked, and that list is like zero. But I think that's the thing that's so vulnerable about it is that you're like talking about your entire sexual history or like, or lack thereof. Right. And so I think that's why it feels like such a reveal is because like you're like the person sitting across from you, like if they were to be like, okay, that's your sexual history. Like these are all of the people, you know, like that's a lot to share. Sure, yeah. So I think that's part of the reason that it carries so much weight. And it's less of like, oh, being a virgin is such a big deal. And more like, you're just like disclosing a lot. about. Yeah, I just thought it was an interesting thing. And I'm not criticizing Clayton at all. Cause again, I think it was like the appropriate thing to say in the context in which he said it, because he's a bachelor and he's got to be a gentleman. But in reality, that's the, it's like it's the very thing that I think makes that weight more than it needs to be in a situation where people are just like, hey, I just want to be honest with you, I'm a virgin, but like whatever, like 
Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. like I assume Clayton is a respectful guy behind closed doors with whoever he's interested in. Absolutely. Right? So it's not like, oh, I need to be more respectful right. to the version. You're just, yeah. you're, you are respectful. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But there's like this added like, oh, oh, well then I will. Yeah, I treat this accordingly. But I, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly. My yeah. Niche. Anyway, so anyway, she got a rose. Um, but yeah, I don't think uh, Teddy's going home right before hometowns. Uh, yeah, my yeah, prediction. yeah, yeah. I I think you can kind of start telling who. Yeah, I I don't know. Be I just don't there at the end. I, I mean, I just it didn't see, feel like enough connection. Something could happen with Sarah perchance. Like she, I didn't know that was her second one on one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's crazy. I didn't know that. That, that I f- it's a big deal. That, that's huge. I Which mean, is honestly, we're ba- we're really we're truly back to like bachelor, old school. Back. We're back in the mansion. We're traveling, and with these kind of Michelle season was a little shortened. I even think did anyone have a two two on ones on you did, mm-hmm. but but like not as much, like it, and certainly not this early in the season. I was gonna say it's it came pretty it early, came right before hometowns. Yeah, so. and that usually that so like Sarah's gonna be the first of what's going to be like Rachel's gonna get a second one, Susie's gonna get a second one. This is like a traditional bachelor season, and now like this early second two on one that like I had that on that picture you saw that my Venice State in Venice was an early two on one. That two on one that happens before at least one person in the house hasn't gotten any, which always like puts a target on your back. Mm-hmm. And this is like classic bachelor uh, story writing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, did we get into that? Is that what's next? Did we have it? What was the group date? Fuck. The group date was basically the Viking date of Michelle's season 2.0. Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Clinton's ha- in heaven. Serene, and Serene went balls to the wall. Serene, Serene went hard. When she started like pouring the, the <laughs> whatever was, that was. That's crazy. I was like, oh was, God. Clay was a little turned nuts. on. That was nuts. Clay Who was, wasn't? Clay was, that Clay, was really hardcore. Clayton was just like, she's got it. He, yeah, she's she, got it. She went for it. <laughs> he really respected, did. Clayton really respected the, the, the dedication to win. Yeah. She's so whatever it takes mentality. <laughs> and Viking, Clayton loves a Viking themed date. So like this was what up his real house. I, I do love the, you know, Basher, Basher does this all the time. You open up with like, kind of this empowerment to like, I love the story about like, I love the history lesson that like Croatian women back in the da- times would like suit up and do battle. Like love that. I love that. Shield maidens. Moment. Yeah. And, and then fast forward <laughs> two minutes later, you had these, all of Clayton's women kneeling before him. Like he was a King. It's just like, you just took all that away and just ruined it. <laughs> um, oh, I hated that. It was I, awkward. I, I, it was cringy as fuck. Cause it made me feel, it made me go back to, um, the uh, jalapeno date that we had to do with Katie, and I was just like, "Oh god!" I hate oh, the proposal. Yeah, I was yeah. just like, it was, yeah, it was, a, it was a weird. They, they love naked runs and weird food. <laughs> yeah, Ugh. it's weird. And that started off the the Mara drama. And I, I honestly like her speech. It endeared. I, I thought it was endearing. Her little, she, and that's the thing. She put so much effort. You can tell she wants to find love, and her version of finding love is to squeeze the shit out of it. <laughs> Wait, Allie's rolling her eyes. I, I'm just saying, like, I don't agree with how she's going about things. I just, I empathize with her. Okay, yeah, but if you're gonna like give it your all, I think it would have gone so much further for her when she did her kneeling portion to genuinely speak to him 
and cut the BS. It's not, it's then not what I'm criticizing. Ryan. Yeah, I get it. The po- I wanted so much more from her in that moment because I was like, tell him how you feel. And then it was this weird, like, rhymey thing. Yeah. I think she's getting caught up in yeah. the yeah. moment right now. Um, I think her intentions are there. She really wants someone. But it seems like she's getting a little caught up. I think the whole... Um, what episode was that? The last episode when they did the roast. The roast, the cougar I thing. I think that, which, which like, you know, she, how, she's. Uh, you mean, he, shut up, you thirsty bitch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. But that, that think, was the origin that, story. That her went through the wrong way yeah. because, like, it's people are the origin story. She's a cougar it's, at what age? 32. And also, That's they bullshit. called, they, they, were, they were like, she's gap tooth. Like, yeah. some really, like, some stuff that was, like, not yeah, very becoming yeah. to talk about. Yeah. To, are yeah. you saying, are, who said that about Sarah? Sarah. About Mara? Yeah. Well, it seems like they're all really coming at each other. Sarah. Well, 32, well, whatever. But, like, it was a roast. The yeah. gap tooth physical appearance, it's yeah. I mean, I did the, I thought it's, I, that's a, it's a good it, roast. It's a roast. It's a roast. It was kind of <laughs> I mean, how it works. They pulled no punches. I'm, I'm just saying, I think her guard's a little up, you know, after like people saying, like, she's this cougar. Like, it just doesn't. I don't, yeah, I don't think, I don't think Mara, that's like, uh, like, doesn't not, Mara sweats the small stuff. I'm just saying, I empathize with her, not because I thought it wasn't cringe. It's just that, like, it rhymed and it was well thought out. She clearly put a lot of effort into it. And like, you could tell she was proud of herself, proud of herself afterwards. And that made me like, it, it endeared me to her. And yeah. then like, obviously shortly thereafter, it was a lot of like, Oh fuck. You know, like the age, like she, the age shaming, you know, like you're not ready. Cause you're 23. And I also like when she was talking to Clayton, She's like, when she was like, well, I don't think there are people ready. When, when she was keeping it 100 with Clinton. Yeah. And, <laughs> um, and she's like, I, uh, and she, she basically was like, two, one, tell one lie and one truth. And she told the lie. What it, it was a lie because all she wanted to say is they're 23. Yeah. They're not ready because they're 23. That's how I know. But yeah. she, she, she even recognized Very. that she couldn't say, just said that. So she told the lie about like, there are some girls in the house who are even saying things like, I can't imagine. Of course you go in the bachelor house the first couple of weeks and you're just like, holy shit, are we going to be engaged? <laughs> wait, <laughs> how long is this fucking shit? And you're like, yeah, no, it's like yeah. six weeks. So like, wait, so the winner like gets engaged? The person's like, yeah. And you're just like, what? You know, <laughs> of course people say that. And so like, it's bullshit. And so she flat out lied and then and then she goes, I love and then, you know, their age. And it was like that's all she wanted to say, but she thought she could like sweeten the like, you know, I don't know, put some camouflage on it by like telling this lie. And I, like I said, they have like a good, good rivalry. Yeah. Like, the, like after Sarah's one-on-one, where she's walking up the stairs and she's like, oh. Whoever said this doesn't know what's coming. Yeah, I, I liked it. Oh, I, I loved liked that. it. I was like, like that was hey, natural fire yeah, coming so here. These are fireworks. And what do we feel about like, because like again, Mara represents, uh, she represents women who like, they're, they made her into a trope in a sense, right? Like, and maybe, maybe Mara is this person, but like that, that cla- she's in her 30s. I mean, like make no mistake, she's beautiful. Yeah. She has a lot going for her. She's young. Mm-hmm. But in that world, you know, like the maternal clock, all this is hyper, you know, she, Mara's just like, she talks about herself like she's 50, yeah, you know? Right, right. And, yeah. and she's projecting all this, like what she feels is like this disappointment with her love life. And like where, 
but that happens a lot. People in their like thirties will will often like you know condescend younger people, and mm-hmm. they will you know like oh well you're you don't know any better and, mm-hmm. and things like that. We we've all that. done that, right? Yeah. People will do that when we project. Um, it's just really interesting. She just loses all that credibility, but that shit happens. It happens all the time. Like, I get it a Mar- lot. Mara like represented you know? a, a, an audience of people yeah. who see younger people falling in love and they haven't found it for themselves yeah. and immediately are just like, there's got to be a reason why. Oh, it's bullshit. They're fake. Oh, they only like them because of a certain reason. Yeah. They, they try to take everything away from people just because it's not going for them. And it's, it's unfortunate. A, a, a Bachelor uh, contestant fan favorite. I won't say who. She's younger. I'm, I, you'll know why I won't, I won't say who, but we were talking about this and 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 uh, and she's like, you know what? I'm like tired of uh, like the older Bachelor contestants. She was referring to some of her peers who are like in their late 20s, early 30s and they're always like talking shit how like these younger person uh, when, oh, like when they cast younger people were part of the drama. She's like, we're not part of the drama. It's always it's always like these other women who are like three or four years older than me, me causing the drama because like they're projecting their frustrations right. that they haven't like this has to work. And I thought that was a really interesting thing to say. Yeah. And I was just like, I never thought of it, you know? And I was just like looking at past seasons and thinking about who is in the drama. And like, we always assume it's going to be like the 23, 24 year old. And, uh, and, and this particular uh, bachelor person was like, yeah, Fuck that. I'm tired of like these older, they, she was saying older. <laughs> hey, Grant, they're not older. They're very young. But it was just like an interesting conversation. She's like, you know, I went there. I wanted to find love, but if it didn't, I'd be fine. And uh, it, it just creates an interesting dynamic with, um, with the story. We saw that very much like Mara like represents that kind of person that has a lot of angst about their love life. So do you think any people will side with Mara? You do, yeah. You think there are plenty of people who are like, Sarah's not, yeah, she's 23. How can she, how can she be ready? And okay, and I feel like this is maybe an unfair criticism because it's like, if you're going to criticize someone for being confident, like, I, I just think like it's very, maybe this is unfair, but I do think there are some times when I think Sarah does become a little bit like cocky, like in a way that's not very empathetic or not necessarily, I feel like, would maybe call attention to other people in the house. Like, I think it's like totally fine to like be confident and feel good about yourself. I think there's some times where Sarah is kind of like, like, yeah, I'm 23 and I have two one. Like, I, I agree. I don't think Sarah is all that interested in giving off false humility. And I, I have no problem with that. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate false humility. That's very true. And why shouldn't Sarah feel confident about getting the attention from The Bachelor, getting the second one-on-one? She's not out there like kicking the door down being like, look at me. She like authentically cried when she realized she got the second. You thought those were fake tears? Oh, no. I thought, no, no, no. I thought you were talking about the tears she had on the date. Well, both. Yeah. (laughs) Also, by the way, we, we skipped over. Like again, Genevieve, I think you're a great person. However, it was the, her best. Her best defense about her not being an actor was the fake crying she gave to Clayton on their like one-on-one time, where it was like that was some bullshit, right? That was some fake. 
I mean, am I the only one who thought that uh, I was I fake mean, crying? There was a lot of crying. It was a lot of trying to cry. Yeah, a lot of it. And Shanae even did it. She pulled it off. Yeah. But then she said that. Shanae is a better. And she goes like, oh, I, I cried. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I hate this villain. <laughs> <laughs> Not natural. This is Jared Leto. It's <laughs> a great. That's a great tag, dude. That's that's um, what it is. Oh, but, she's she was the one that said she was Meryl Street. Yeah, uh, dude, like, come on. Yeah. So you stole that from you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> look, at look at that, dude. She's just stealing everyone's. Uh, but yeah, Gen- Genevieve had some like very forced tears. Yeah, and I only bring that back because Sarah's felt far more organic. You 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 disagree. Uh, yeah, that, uh, that was Amanda wild. disagrees. Uh, I agree. I disagree as well. Yeah, you think I Sarah's thought, tears were fake? I don't think they were fake. I think there was some emotion to it, but I, I, I think they were, they were a little bit. It felt like, okay, and again, like I say this mm-hmm. not from a place of like, I'm sure I could have the capacity to do this as well, so I don't mean to be judgmental, but like it was sort of felt like tantrum. Like I'm not getting exactly what I want. And like the way she was like expressing her frustration felt very like... <laughs> I, I always watch Clayton when they start crying. And he's just like, fuck. He's like, what? fuck me. What you cry? Yeah. He's why, like, not again. Why, why are we crying right now? <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. I'm just like, I feel bad. I'm like, I was like, oh, this has got to be really tough for it's him. so hard. Because the truth is, he doesn't care. That's <laughs> what it looks like. You know? He he's on, you know, he's like, Again, all jokes aside, like, you know, whether what's her what's her name again who called Clayton a liar? Lindsay. Lindsay. <laughs> Lindsay. Maybe maybe she said some like I'm sure she remembers her truth, whatever, but and all Clayton probably was on his fifteenth conversation that night. It right. was probably three in the morning. Right. He was just like, What's Rachel and Susie doing? And like Lindsay <laughs> Lindsay sits down and she's like, Can I gossip? And Clayton's just like, Fuck sure. His mind know, might whatever. be thinking about his last yeah. conversation for a second. Yeah. That's 100%. a tough job. That is that such happened. a tough job. That is happening. That is one hundred percent happening. Yeah. So yeah. And then like so some so he has these conversations and all and all these women are like amped up. It's like for their big moment. Well, you know, you know how it works. You, yeah. you wait three days, that five-minute conversation. <laughs> yeah. So they're just like, and they sit down, they have this story lined up, and just like, I'm gonna tell them about this is what I'm gonna do. This time. Yeah. And then I know where Clayton's like, I heard you're an actor. You know, like <laughs> and they're just like, what? And then like their mind unravels. And like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, not going according to plan. That's how that shit works. Yeah. It's wild. Um I don't know. I uh I guess I didn't see. I saw. I, I felt Genevieve's were more forced than than Sarah's. But it, like, she could be a better actor. Which again, but Genevieve's best defense was not her answer. It was her her trying to act. <laughs> <laughs> Too harsh. No, I no. was just thinking about her uh, response right after that. She was just shocked. <laughs> yeah, she was just yeah. like, "What?" <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it was because uh, it was both. I mean, Mara lied. It no, was, no, that was Shanae. Oh, Shanae. Oh. We're talking about Shanae. No, never oh, mind. we're back I, to Genevieve. I got, yeah, yeah, I got off track. But, yeah. uh, no, Sarah's I thought was genuine. <laughs> you thought it was? Yeah. The whole, mean, the whole time though? Maybe, listen, maybe that's Because then like as soon as the rose came out, she was like, oh, maybe. thanks. I, I, haven't I was it. like, oh. Greg is sensitive to people I, I, also uh, criticizing. That. Also, that. also yeah. that. Also that. Also that. Sarah um, wasn't 
criticized for being acting though. She was being criticized for being fake. I mean, call it what you yeah, are. I mean, yeah. she wasn't like it wasn't like actual acting classes, but like I, I, could, I think she was sad. Like, oh, this sucks. Like, but nobody, you know what I mean? nobody but, in the house called me an actor. Everyone, everyone knew I was in it in the house. Nobody, yeah, nobody oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, were, you were in deep. Yeah, right, <laughs> we all do this guy with a D. <laughs> Greg was giving like acting one hundred and one classes in, in, in New Mexico. It's yeah. Like, I guess I'll teach you. Like, I know. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know. I read it. Field day. With you. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, so yeah. You, 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 interesting. Okay, so it seems like the house is split. What about you, Allie? I don't know what to believe these days. Everyone was crying. Well, there was so much emotion this episode. So many tears. And Greg. at the end of the day. Look at the Susie's and the Rachel's yeah. of the whole situation. Literally. I think they're the two front runners at this point and they haven't cried. Excellent point. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Over with. See you next I'll season. tell you why. <laughs> I, I will say it. So let's talk about the Susie uh, little meetup. It goes, to, it goes to show just how I want to pull you guys. I'm also pulling my audience. When, when that was happening, when Clayton got this like note and you're just like, oh my God. Um, <laughs> Did you? Who thought it was going to be a cringe moment of a maybe a, like a, it was a, a desperation from Mara? Who thought that that was the note writer at first? Yeah, I thought like she's saying I'm leaving or something like that. Did you think like did you suspect it to be a fan favorite? No, I was expecting the fan favorite. You really? were, yeah. And what about? For some reason, I didn't. I didn't expect Mara because. I feel like they're going to build that drama up, and if they would have had a one-on-one, it to be like a, I guess I was kind of like expecting it to be like a cringe moment, and therefore expecting like intense music, mm-hmm. and it just completely could have changed your point of view on the meetup. Like mm-hmm. if it if it was Mara, what kind of music? Like it would have been like, I'm going home. I can't do this anymore. That's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah, like kind of music. Yeah. Oh, I don't think she would have said she's she's a fighter. She is not quitting. You're right. You're right. We would have needed the. The music that they played when Hannah Brown was crying, looking at all the artwork before she sent Mike home. That's the music we would have needed. Drama. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Clayton is super into Susie. Oh, yeah. And all you really need to know is why is like, again, this, this little meetup happened after a whole day of dating. What did he do? He had a group. Is that a group date that day? Was mm-hmm. it a group date? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Group dates are exhausting. Exhausting. And he got back to his hotel. It's probably one, two in the morning. I don't know what time it is. It's late. He's tired. All he is excited to do is order room service, go to bed, yep. and he gets a fucking card. And he's just like, fuck. <laughs> Who the fuck do I have to talk to? Mm-hmm. You know, he has no idea. He's like, fuck. I hope it's someone I like. And he goes out there and Susie, and the guy lights up like a fucking Christmas tree. Right. He's mm-hmm. jacked. He's pumped. You know what I'm saying? Like, not everyone could have got that reaction out of, out of a t- very tired Clayton. And, yeah, no, and I Susie agree. got it. I thought it was very telling. And that had some winter energy to it. Oh, absolutely. yeah. So that moment, they can't, like, that's one of the, like, I know they're both going to, like, think about that forever. So, like, maybe, like maybe moment. Susie and Rachel are the two people who he's in love with and he has sex with, you know? To me, that also, yeah. like, confirmed Susie being the bachelorette. Because, like, if the show's going to, like, give her, like, that, like, very, like, they're already kind of giving her, like, a storybook. She has bachelorette, like, written all over her. Yeah. She's a uh, bachelorette in the face. Well, I mean, if but like, what if Clayton? What if Clayton picks her? I mean, I don't know. Clayton likes her. A but lot. Rachel, I know it's tough. But like, I, I this see is I think one of those great. Rachel. This is one of those seasons where we're lucky enough that the, the I think the lead is truly into more than one person. 
They're not just into one person and like really like two more. Oh yeah, he's in love with three. (laughs) He's like really. I think he truly is. Who's your third? Well, he says I love you to three women. Oh, oh, right. I don't know. It's unclear. He's he certainly says that he has sex with two. We know that much. I feel like he was like I'm in love with all three of you in the super tease. Either way, it sounds like it's a messy ending. Yeah, Mm. that much we know. Wait, I have a question for you guys, which is that you know Clayton gave Rachel a second group date rose. What do you think about giving group date roses to the same person if they're clearly your front runner? Do you think it's better to like sprinkle it out and give other people hope? You know what? I loved it. And also yeah. I was like, shit, you know, I never got a group date rose. I was, I would have loved one. I, I thrived in group date <laughs> you roses. Did. Was, you did. Yeah, um, you, uh, no, you wouldn't have. What? What's that? I wouldn't have wanted a group date rose. No, not, not Mr. First Impression. First, first one on one gets the first. Dude, second breaks the record for the most roses without. Like, I know, I know you were among friends, but like, <laughs> you start getting a couple group date roses early on too, and like, I don't know if you guys are friends right now. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm just saying, there's a. I, I'm I kidding, but I there's was, a method was, of the madness. I was also never. I never like you know showboated that in the house. You know, no, yeah. dude was a humble brag for sure. Nice. You're good. <laughs> Just saying. Was, yeah, no. So what do you think of Greg getting uh, <laughs> yeah. his fourth group date? No, rose. but I, I don't I don't see that. I, I mean, I think it's also just way more telling. Like, yeah, who is, who is validating. Top yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I loved it. I think that's I, I, how I, it should go. I liked it too. And it was anyway, it, it wasn't a, like, imagine like Mara complaining about not having one. So what happened? Sarah got a second one-on-one. Susie got some private alone time. Rachel got a like it was like it was a that all that was a in your face. Mm-hmm. That was all a, a fuck you essentially. Yeah. Not Clayton's fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Uh it was poetic in the in the her you cut to complaining about not getting attention, more more validation, more validation to other I, people. I think the um third girl that's gonna make a run is Serene. In my opinion, I I I I think she's my favorite. I, she has this like silent confidence to her. She does, but um, I think her silence. I don't know if Clayton's is into her or some of the other ones. I appreciate the silent confidence. You know, no, I know, but I just I just I don't think Clayton. I, it's a I I agree with you yeah. that like I think for a lot of people, they'd be like, oh, why are you here? Yeah, you want to date me? You know, that's what like, I'm saying. I think she should be she's legit, right. but yeah. I don't know. I'm not seeing that. Rachel, Susie, Sarah chemistry that Clayton has with uh, Serene. Well, maybe she hasn't gone to one-on-one yet. So. She did. Well, yeah. maybe she did. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she did. Yeah. All right. Okay. And, and it went well. It was like, it was in the Teddy ballpark. Okay. Like, yeah. Nice time. Okay. But, nice not, but not No like, sparks. No sparks. Okay. So. I mean, because him and Rachel are just like... I was like, these guys. Are, when he talks to Rachel <laughs> and Susie, so it's not quite Sarah. There's a sense of relief of mm-hmm. like, I can be myself. Yeah. I don't have to be the bachelor. When he's with Susie and Rachel, he's Clayton. And, he's, and when he's with all these other women. Well, I, I would say Gabby as well, though. Like, I feel like they had a really good conversation. I, I feel, think Gab, like, Gabby makes it easy. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause she's actually she's really fun to be around. From yeah. what it looks I really like. love her humor. Yeah. yeah, she has these little one-liners. That are just, like, yeah. I want to. I do want to ask Clayton though. Like why? Like, and I. I mean, I know the answer of why Clayton's doing it, but I wish this is where Clayton's getting himself in trouble and why he's being take. I feel like producers are getting greedy. It's just like every fucking 
like tea or gossip that goes to Clayton. Clayton's he doesn't shut down any of it. You know what I'm saying? Like when I was the bachelor, and I can't speak for everyone else or other bachelors, and, and but like you know, for example, if someone talks shit about Vanessa, and people did, like some of the women tried to talk shit about Vanessa. I was like, okay, I didn't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, and maybe that's what happened. Like, maybe Susie and Rachel are getting that cover. I don't know. Oftentimes, I didn't care because it was just like, fuck, man. You know? <laughs> but like every single one, he's like, well, I heard this. I heard that. He's like, he is. And even Sarah, like, he seems to really like Sarah. And I guess that's why, and that's why it rang a bell with me. Because like with Shanae and Elizabeth, all, all those people, like, he's not clearly into. He's clearly into Sarah. And so... I I would have liked more pushback from Clayton to Mara uh, rather than Clayton going to Sarah and being like, that's also, you know, that's also so what I heard, you know, that's also how I felt because I'm like, this girl's getting her second one-on-one. You guys are obviously, you know, connecting. Yeah. And then obviously him and Mara aren't anywhere near the same level. But it also could have been a make or break one-on-one. Like just weaving it out right then and there, like could hey. be, and that's that's what they sell it as sometimes. But I think you really like Sarah. You, you I think, think so? Sarah. I, I think he. I think like he said, they're in like a beautiful. You know, they're in they're in Croatia I right I now. Just I don't think you're giving that one on one on one just to anyone. You know, I just didn't see it with them in the second time around. I think maybe because well, it's because they were focused. I well, you don't see it because that date was used as an interrogation rather than yeah. a way to like advance the relationship. Right. Yeah, that's and again, I, I'm not. I know it's not all Clayton. But I wish he would push back on, on some of this stuff. Yeah. To the point where he's just like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. And I wish, and I, part of it is because I don't know. I I think where it is Clayton's fault is because, had he had Mara came to him with this, I heard some bullshit, and and also like, she's she's young. I wish Clayton would have been like, in the most respectful possible way kind of basically told Mara to worry about herself. You know? Be like, hey, like, thank you for the input, but um, I can't really speak to the other stuff. But as far as the age goes, you're clearly generalizing. And mm-hmm. you know, this is, is my journey, and I had to make some choices for myself. And age is a variable, but like, you know, why do you think that can you give me a specific reason as to why other than just her age or are you just generalizing I wish right. he would have pushed back on Mara so that he didn't have to interrogate Sarah as much so that he could focus his attention and but because he didn't that gave you know people an opportunity to be like you have to talk about this with Sarah but I do love and appreciate his you know him hearing everyone's voices and I, I like that's that's very tough it and is. He's just, but he's a good listener which is a really good trait, but also I know it's very taxing it's, on him. I can it's feel taxing on it. him, and unfortunately, people are people are not appreciating yeah. his what he is doing and and criticizing what he's not doing. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like, Kane's not your guy. It's not your guy, but he is nice, great and guy, he's respectful, mm-hmm. and he's polite. And I don't know how this ends, but the guy's being like, what? He's being crucified every week. Yeah. I know he was doing this like maybe before he developed such a strong connection with Rachel, but I think a lot of his language about like, you know, the stuff he's getting accused of being like very like, that was a good performance and kind of like coach and generic and platitudes and whatnot to everyone. Like, I think to me, that strikes me as like, I have a winner and I'm speaking as if we are watching this after the fact together. 
Like, I think that makes, I think a lot of the stuff where, you know, cause like when people give him, crit- like criticize him for being too coached. That's not on him. Yeah, we're, That's we're, what I'm saying. We're, Veteran Nation crucified this guy for taking an acting class. And now we're crucifying Clayton because he can't like pretend not to like people. <laughs> and I, I, and this, this is the show's fault. Like this season, like if, like when I was The Bachelor, one thing I just wouldn't fucking say, I would never be like, I'm really falling in love with 15 women. Because I'm like, I'm not. And like I would just, I would fight. I'm like, I'm not saying that. How early Stupid. on did you know who you're talking early. early. Really? Yeah. Okay. Everyone so I, I feel and that. And so like every week right we're now. watching the season, Clayton's like, I'm really falling in love with these 12 people. It's like, no, he's not. And it's just like, they make him say that because like, that's like, Bachelor 101 from like the roots of this show and that takes away his credibility because like we don't really think about when he says it but I just feel like it's such an insane thing to say it's just like stepping whispering stepping away it's just like a not human normal thing to say mm-hmm. so the, you, you lose credibility right. you're just like of course you're not falling for 10 women at once you know we see you interact with Susie Rachel and then we see you interact with you know Mara so stop Stop saying, but like, that's not him. I don't know why they insist at having their lead say that shit. You know, I don't get it. Yeah, Fucking right. drives me nuts. Um, but I digress. Uh, <laughs> all right. Anyways, give me your top four. Rachel, Susie, Gabby, Serene. And do you think Rachel or Susie wins? Rachel. Uh, I'm going to go. I don't see how she doesn't. I'm going to go Susie, Rachel, Gabby. And it's a toss up between Teddy and Serene. Susie, Rachel, Gabby. You don't think Sarah makes it? Nah. I, I think that date last night was pretty telling. Yeah. Um, just how he reacted. I could tell. I think, his... he, I think you could tell it in his eyes. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, maybe, maybe that's just like from a like guy's point of view. But like when I see him looking at Rachel and Susie, mm-hmm. and it's just like it's not, it's not quite the same. So you don't, do you think, and that's the important question. Did Clayton not believe Sarah's tears? I think he didn't. I, I just knew he's like, that's, I like this girl more than I like the other seven or whatever that besides the, his top three. Who do you want to be the next Bachelorette? I'd either Gabby or Susan. Gabby would be great in television for sure. I I think um, I honestly the last couple of episodes I watched like I don't, I don't think she's been shown that much Gabby but I've cracked mm-hmm. up every single time. Like yeah. I really appreciate her little one-liners oh, yeah. like that she says. That, I, I think, think that's fucking hilarious. That'd be good for um, Bachelor. But I also really appreciate Serene. Like I just feel like she's very ready and she comes off as just like so like confident. And mm-hmm. I, I just, I just, and she dresses so well. I I'm think like, she's too polished and too quiet and, and I don't think she's too quiet. I think she's got For it. the show. I'm not talking, this is not a criticism I was of, also, as a human being. I was also pretty quiet. Yeah. You're also not the bachelor. That's right? well. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that's I'm saying true. I was also okay. It was just also the bachelor and the bachelorette that cast for different reasons. Yeah, yeah. They like they like their bachelorettes to uh, not be quiet. Yeah. Well, that, uh, then that's that's Gabby like Bree. I love Bree. Bree's also like not quiet at all. Like you get Bree out and have some drinks. Like Bree's got some great takes. Great takes. Mm-hmm. But like. Brie would even be like, I'm not saying that on TV, you know, like, and, (laughs) and she is very polished and very uh, in control and thoughtful with her answers. And like Brie will pick like, and I think Serene reminds me like on screen, like someone who like, I bet if you get Serene alone and like 
have a drink with her. I bet she has a lot to say mm-hmm. and yeah. probably really interesting stuff, but she doesn't need to. She's like, I don't know if I want to need want or need to say it here. And that's totally great. But I don't, I don't know if that's bachelorette material. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, the fish said it all. I think for Serene that showed her range. The fish. She does have range. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think she's great, but I just don't know if she'll be the bachelorette. Gentlemen. Thank you so much for coming. It's been a pleasure. Been a, a Thanks lot for having of fun. Us, Where could people follow you on the gram? Uh, anything anything else you guys are working on you want to promote? Um, Bachelor Live on stage. I don't know. Oh. That's a thing, but I'll be there. Yeah, she, yeah. you will. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to have Greg come on, but I don't, don't know. We'll uh, don't be the guy who goes home with a fan. That will be. That won't be him. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> it'll, if it. It'll happen if uh, who who do you think it might happen with? <laughs> if you could say, I'm not going to say this. I there, do have a person in mind. There but are I'm, people in I mind. I am going yeah. to not say. I don't that. think you would too. Well, it's not the move. Oh no, not me. No, but I'm very uh, very good. Definitely, with guys, so. definitely going to happen. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, thanks so much. Yep. Uh, glad to see that the living situation seems to be going well. Oh, yeah. uh, are you guys going to be like making this move in together official? This was like a trial run. This was yeah? a trial run. It's a actually going run. really well. Um, I don't know. I just I just need to go back to Chicago for a little bit and see. Yeah, sure. I got to get back to New York City. Um, but we were thinking about going to do another month somewhere else. Maybe Austin. Austin, yeah. Check that out. Or, or Boston. Austin or Boston. Mm-hmm. Austin or Boston. All right. Well, yeah. Austin and Boston. You might be getting <laughs> the… Uh, uh, Boston? Spence. Spence. <laughs> Spence. Spence and that. Greg. But what would I wear? But what would I wear? <laughs> uh, coming to a city near you. The dynamic duo. Uh, Greg, uh, congrats on whatever it is you call this love affair that you have. Hey, we're figuring out. Happy Super Valentine's out. Day. Appreciate it. I am single and looking for a Valentine. So if anyone is… Uh, you know, available tonight. Let me know. <laughs> Just uh, stay out of those DMs. Yeah. Wait for the beach if you're gonna go. Okay. That's Don't broader. get that fucking Brandon at it. Yeah. <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> be. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You know what? You know. You know how you listed your top three. Mm-hmm. That's great. Just don't be like talking to your top three. No. You know no, what I'm saying? I, no. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I know. I believe in you. I just sometimes it needs to be said because like every <laughs> once in a while. She's like, no, I'm just talking. It's you're you're so fucked, you know. Yeah, well, they were like seen in public together. I was like, that's wild. Anyway, uh, guys, thanks so much. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you, Clayton, for sharing all your thoughtful answers. Uh, we wish you nothing but the best in your journey for love, as well as these guys uh, wherever they find it. And keep listening uh, tomorrow for the wonderful Taylor Tomlinson will be with us. You will not. <laughs> want to miss that. Bye.